in today's show. We're doing an auction mock draft. It's 12 teams. I'm going to be joined by Jared Johnson of Rotoworld, and there was a trade that happened. We're going to talk about that. Utah and Detroit. Mickey Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free. And we are available on all platforms. I was just going to go straight into an auction draft. We're going to get Jared Johnson on. We're going to talk through it. Jared uh, has some passionate opinions. I can't wait to get him on to talk about that. But there was a trade that went down every morning when I wake up. Something happens. There's always some news that goes on. So we've got a trade that we have to talk about. We'll get into that information um, right now. So, Warney. Obi, apparently. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the trade. The Jazz. And the Pistons, I'm going to, I don't really understand it, to, to be honest. I don't really get what's happening. Like, I understand Utah did this and it save, saves them money for this season. But it's still it's still a weird deal. You don't get any pick back. You get back Kelly Olenek and Saban Lee, a bloke who was legitimately going to get cut by the Pistons. Like, they didn't have the roster spot for him and he was out. Um, and what's Kelly Olenek bringing you? Apart from... Extra money for next season, partial guarantee. Now, it does save them money this season, which might help them facilitate other deals like Mike Conley or Jordan Clarkson. So I guess we can't fully judge the Jazz's thought process on this deal in the uh, in the whole because we don't know everything that's going on. But on the surface of things from a strict asset management situation, it seems pretty weird. It's a pretty weird deal. Now, what I understand is that Kelly Olenek is going to be a part of this rotation. He is not going to... He might start. I don't know. And his space... He's actually a really good player. And the signing of him in Detroit didn't make a lot of sense. And the fact that then they signed him and then didn't play him made even less sense. So much of what... I think every move Detroit makes, I go... Okay, I guess. Like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what your plan is. Do you even have a plan? Where are we going with any of this stuff? I think Alinek is a good player. I think he'll provide nice spacing for this, this squad. Helps out guys like Sexton, helps out guys like Markkinen, helps out like whoever else they decide to play because we still don't know how their roster is going to look. If Olenek played 27 minutes tonight, he's a very, very clear fantasy option. I don't know if he will. I think what this does is it means that um, Walker Kessler's value is in the, in the toilet. Like it's, it's really in real trouble. I think we look at Kessler as just a last round flyer at this point. Olenek, I'd be happy going a little bit earlier on him, round 11. He's got clear, he's got top 75 upside. If he played 28 minutes, I think he clears that. And I don't know whether he would die. He will or not, but I think he could. So he becomes a, an interesting late-round guy and someone I would prioritize over Kessler. Now, they could make more moves and Olenek could move on somewhere else. But I don't know. Saban Lee, I'm not concerned about. I don't think he's very good to begin with. Conley is still there. Clarkson's still there. Bargy's there. Sexton's there. Jared Butler's there. Alexander Walker's there. 
And I don't think you can look at any of those players and go, Saban Lee is definitely better than all of those or you know, enough of those to get enough minutes that matter. I think he could be a useful piece, but we're definitely not 12-team drafting him. On the Detroit side, they get Bogdan... Not Bogdan, Jesus Christ. They get Boyan Bogdanovich. Boyan Bogdanovich, who is a really good player. He's a good scorer. He's a good shooter. He's a solid enough defender, a pretty good defender. I know you think that he's a bad defender. He's not. He's pretty strong. He, he's okay. He's not great. Um, honestly, he was probably equivalent in terms of defense of what Royce O'Neal brought the Jazz. O'Neal slipped a lot defensively last season. So he might have been their second or third best defender because he was clearly better than and Mitchell. And then Conley had slipped quite a bit as well. His position on this team, I think it's awesome if they play him correctly because he is what they think Sadiq Bey is, a legitimate scoring and shooting threat, whereas Bey isn't, a guy who knows his role as well. And I think they should be starting Bogdanovich and Bey at the three and the four. Of course, when you pay Marvin Bagley $39 million a year and now he's going to play off the bench, doesn't make a ton of sense there either. But Bogdanovich makes sense for this team because otherwise... The best shooter on that squad in that starting lineup was Cade Cunningham. And he's the guy that needs the other guys to be shooters so he can drive and, and kick and dominate the ball. Right now, you've got someone who's a legitimate shooter in Boyan Bogdanovich. And I think that three and four of Bay and Bogdanovich makes sense. Now, what this does is it kills all Isaiah, Liver, Isaiah Liver's hopes as a flyer. There's no chance of him starting now. I think that Isaiah Stewart, old mate, Alf, the Flame and Galar. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. I think that that makes him the starting center, meaning that Marvin Bagley, who might have started or likely was going to start next to Stewart, his minutes reduce. The likelihood of Jalen Duran getting a bigger role reduces. And people will say, oh, well, but Kelly Linick's gone. So therefore, it opens up all these minutes for everyone else. I, I don't agree because Bogdanovich plays at the forward spot and it means that there's fewer minutes for Bagley or Stewart to play at the forward spot. So they come into the center rotation. And I wasn't even sure that Linick was going to play every night for the Pistons. Whereas I do think that Bagley and Stewart are, but they're going to be pushed more towards being exclusively centers. There'll be a little bit of backup time there, but you want Livers to get some of that time as well at the three and the four in the backup zone. So... I think Stewart will be the starting center, but it also caps his upside because they will force minutes into Bagley. Um, Stewart still remains a good last round pick. Bagley's a later round pick for points. He's not really someone I'd be interested in in category leagues, especially if he is. Maybe they start him at center. I, got, I don't, Jesus Christ. If they do, uh, I will rip on him. There is no doubt about that. Um, I wouldn't bother with him in a category league. Um, I think it, perhaps hurt someone like Jaden Ivey because the way that he was going to get value was just by having the ball and having higher usage and Bogdanovich is going to have decent enough usage. So his spacing is good for Ivey's development, but it's bad for Ivey's fantasy value in this current season. It might also drop a little bit of Cade's usage, but I also think it helps Cade a lot with efficiency and perhaps assist rate as well with having a reliable shooter out there in Bogdanovich. As for Boyan, he's still probably just a later round guy. They're not going to force 34 minutes a night into him. He might score 16, 17 points with three threes, which is really valuable, but he's not doing too much else. Um, if he starts to pull back, which he did when he was in Indiana, like where he was really attacking the rim and getting a lot of free throws, that made him valuable. And I, I like him way more now as a later round pick than I did when he was in Utah. But it just changes a lot. I think it decreases Bay, it decreases Stewart, decreases Ivy, decreases Duran, decreases Bagley, really decreases Livers. And then Olenek gets the bump over in Utah. And I don't really think there's much going on there with old Saban Lee. BetOnline is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, everything over there at BetOnline. You can go check it out. We are recording this before 
Thursday night football. So I think it'll come out after Thursday night football. I think the I think the Browns will win. They're four point favorites at Bet Online, but all of the week three action is up, and you can check all of the odds for all of the games. It is the fastest and easiest way also to check in on your favorite sports and events like Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online is where the game starts. Okay. Um, before we get in and bring Jared in, just quickly, people have um, asked this question of me. Um, yeah, this Ima Udoka stuff. At the moment, Udoka, it looks like, will be suspended for the whole season. We don't have all the details, so I'm not going to get into what is maybe, um, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the right word is, conjecture about who he was sleeping with or what that meant for his relationship or their relationship or abusive packs. We just don't know. We just know it was someone on staff and it was considered a pretty egregious breach of code of conduct for the team and it looks like he'll be suspended for the season. That is all we know at this point. Does that impact anything with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Marcus Smart and any of their fantasy value? I believe the answer is a pretty clear no. I don't think there's any impact in their fantasy value. Now, if you're looking at wins totals for the Celtics, the injury to Williams, the injury to Gallinari, losing their head coach, I think all of that has an impact and they probably struggle to reach a really high win total for the season. Udoka was an interesting guy last season. I criticized him for some of his coaching early in the season because he was bad and there was real bad toxic locker room stuff going on and he was press conferences were terrible and then he turned it around and they became awesome. And now there's obviously this stuff. We'll see what impact it has. I don't think it impacts Tatum or Brown or any of the Celtics players fantasy-wise. I don't think you should change your opinion on any of those guys in any sort of draft situation. So uh, I just wanted to cover that off because I have been asked that question as to you know, whether this changes my um, thought on, on anyone uh, or any of those Boston players from a fantasy point of view for this upcoming season. But that's enough of that. We'll get Jared in and we will uh, we'll start this auction draft coming up Hey, right now. All right, so here he is. He's here to chat with me. It is Jared Johnson. Welcome back to the show, Jared. Uh, pleasure to be here. We're getting ready for this auction to start. I'm just getting a few people replaced in there. Now, Jared, people know you, of course, from Roto World slash NBC Sports Edge. You've been on this podcast many times. Your Twitter handle is Jay the Truth. Would you say that the truth, Jared, is that I smashed you in an auction draft last season? <laughs> You did beat me. You did beat me. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I, I don't know why your video is frozen, but while I wrangle these extra people to um, get into this draft, we'll get that sorted. So uh, I'll pause this. We'll be back. The magic of video. We're going to be back. You won't even know that we're gone. We'll be back in just a sec to get this thing started. All right, we're seven seconds away from this starting. I've unpaused the recording. Someone, I've given multiple opportunities to join in. They haven't. Stiff shit. We're going. Donovan Mitchell has been put up as the first bid. Let's see. We're off. We're running. We're going. Bang, bang, bang. What do you think about Don Mitchell? How far are you dropping him down after the Cleveland deal, Jared? Uh, I think I dropped him down about 10 spots. Uh, around 20, that feels like a fair price point. I'm not sure I want to push it that much further than that. Uh. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel like he's going to take a little bit of a hit. There's a lot going on in Cleveland. And... You know, Darius Garland's a far superior point guard than Mike Conley, so... He is. I, th I think he goes back sort of to what he was before last season, Mitchell, where there was like a yeah, top 40 player regularly. I, I don't think this 36 price is too much for me. I think he's around the $30 mark, which is where he's currently sitting. Oh, I tried to sneak that in. And Andrew, the auto man, gets the first pick. I don't know where he is, but <laughs> he should be happy with that if he eventually ever joins the draft. Um, all right, Nick Jokic. Uh, we're going boring. Big Chungus up there. What are you willing to pay for the big fella? I mean, 
I'm not I'm not a guy who drafts. Uh, I mean, his price should be seventy, right? It's gonna I be hate doing that. Yeah, I, I, I hate, hate it too. That. I hate it too. I'm, um, I'm gonna watch where he goes. I think he is. I think he's probably the only guy who's worth seventy. But yeah, knock on wood, if he gets hurt, you, your team's finished. Like if you spent exactly. that much, you, you're cooked. So I might just let others spend that seventy. And the appeal of him is there. The value is there, but. You can't account for that. Like that, you, there's no, there's no way to recover from that. Is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. And I'd, I'd rather have. Look, the reality is, is you're going to be wrong on some of your picks. Oh yeah. So when you put seventy, you put a third of your budget on it, and it, hey, Jokic is going to perform. That means you really, really got to nail the rest of your picks, and you're going to get one of those wrong. So hopefully, it's not like a twenty dollar guy. So he went for 70, which is about the yeah, Yahoo average. Look, this, they're projected number 61, which is insanely low. Their average is 70. So people drafting him actually doing it correctly. I think he's probably worth 72 to 74. Um, oh, here you go. Your, your boy, Jalen Green. What are you going to do? Are you able to like keep, keep your hands uh, to yourself? I think I'm just going to see what happens. I think I'm going <laughs> to... Let's see what, see what people do here. I think he's being undervalued. Like he's got an average price of five dollars, which is obviously like just batshit insane. Like, why is he going for fifteen dollars? He's projected at fifteen. His <sighs> average is five. We're right on where I think he should go, and I've got him at seventeen at the moment. So, Alex Burns, Mister Burns, is just letting it uh, roll up. Should I bid him up? What do, you, what do you know about Alex? You reckon he'll he'll push that higher? I'm not sure. It's ah oh, man, this is so frustrating because I love Jalen Green and I want him on all my fantasy teams, but. I think the reality is, is people are projecting this jump that I don't quite see, despite how much I like this guy. Um, like, are we projecting him to be top fifty? I think. He's I mean, I guess on the 19, of that. nineteen is fine. Nineteen is fine. Yeah. But like, if we're talking snake draft, and I know this isn't a snake draft, but if we are, he's just going too early. And this is the first uh, auction mock of the season. We haven't even got to the preseason yet. Mm. Like, if he looks nice during the preseason, that price is going to go up to twenty-five. And I don't know. It's because at best last season, I think, what did he finish? At 80 for the final two months? No, I think he was, for, it depends where your cutoff is. I think he got to maybe 60. And I think maybe last month he was 40 when he had that run of like you know, nine straight 30-point games, whatever it was. Right. But that's, yeah, that's a, an arbitrary cutoff. Like he was also bad for the first four months of the year when he was 200th or something. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know about bad. I think he was learning. It's uh, He's bad for what, what we wanted for fantasy. Like he wasn't right. contributing positively. Right. He was learning and he picked it up towards the end of the year. But the reality is with someone like Jalen Green is where well, we're talking, DeJounte Murray is getting auctioned here at the moment. We're not really talking about him. We can talk about him in a second. But Green doesn't rebound. He doesn't get steals. He didn't really get to the line a huge amount. It was just scoring on, on poor field goal percentage. And that's not always the most valuable thing. Yeah. Yeah. And basically what he needs to do is he needs to get more dimes. Yep. He needs to... The good thing about him is he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. No. So there was efficient spots in, in his rookie season. Like, he, he didn't really shoot a horrible percentage. Um, but can he do it with the defensive stats? Yeah, I'm not, he, I'm not convinced. Can he, can he give us, like, three triples a game? Because that's what it's going to take for him to do, get into top 50 for an entire season. I don't... Yeah, I don't think we need to talk too much more about Jalen Green, but I think he's sort of in the right spot, maybe touching early. We've passed over DeJounte Murray, who I think went for a fair price at 32. I think Tobias Harris is going too high here. People are pushing him to his average. I'm not sure he's a top 100 player this season, to be honest, Jared. Yeah, yeah, 
I, I took him in that slow mock that we're doing, and I kind of immediately regretted it. <laughs> mm. he, he was bad when Harden arrived. Like, he just was bad. Yeah, yeah. So um i'm not i'm not interested here uh I, I would spend five i think that 16 is is quite a bit i think the 13's too much for me so yeah, he, i'm gonna let him he's like go. a six dollar player for me um and by the way just for those of you keeping track at home the andrew team has got a real manager in there now i think it's someone by the name of chris who's taken over that team so after they got that bargain on donovan mitchell they went and screwed it up by taking oh, toby harris for 13 dollars. all right let's me. go you do this to me your boy jordan paul you're gonna get in on the action here jared you're gonna you're gonna beat him up i am absolutely going to bid on this please do not make this ridiculous for me no i'm not i, I value him at 12 so i'm not going to bid you up just to be a dickhead um, you've got him at 12 at the moment. I'm just a little worried that in the games where Clay and Steph did play last season, he wasn't particularly good. But here's the thing. He was having a... I love this, by the way. 14 all day. Give me that. 14. Ooh, I just got a pool party on the way. Um, I just think it, he was learning two completely different roles. Like That's he, true. He began the year as a starter, and then he had to transition to a reserve role. And now he's going to open the year as a six man. They want him. And as a microwave scorer, I love Jordan Poole in that role. Partnering with that, with the fact that Golden State has 15 back-to-backs this season, mm-hmm. that's, that's a like high. 15 starts for him. Um, so I have, I think, I think on the year as a whole, he was top 60. I would project him taking a leap or at least hitting that floor at 14 points. I love that. The, the, the fact that he went for $14 and Harris went for 13 makes your $14 look really cheap, I think, in comparison. <laughs> um, Embiid here is at 65 bucks, probably a little rich for me. It's, it is his average price, but um, again, same problem we talked about with, with Jokic, yeah. and of course, there's more risk with Embiid. Is that, yeah, you, you're cooked. Like, that's a 30-year budget right there, and yeah, a 30-year budget for 8% of your team. And, right. it, and if he misses, good luck. Ooh, here's an interesting one. I think Paul George might be cheap here. So I am going to get involved in this and see what value we can get. He's, oh no, his average is 39. That's actually more than I thought it would be. Yeah, um, I thought it was going to be 10. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, those reports are uh, getting positive reviews. What's the... 30... Are they going to push it to 40? Yeah, that's his average. That's too much for me. I like Paul George a lot. Well, actually, yeah, okay, that's too much. I would have gone up to 38, I reckon. That is... Why? What's going on? What What did I miss about Paul George here? They They said that he, Tyron Lue said he looks good. Like, no, no shit. Like, he was... Of course he was... He was healthy at the end of last season. He got COVID. That's yeah. why he didn't play in the play-in. Like, he was healthy. Uh, what, what are we talking about here? Did, did that... Do you reckon well, that... Did that actually sway hey, people? He was... Hey. He is fine. 42... It seems, if, a, seems a lot. If, if he... Ooh, he makes go. it through 70 games that'll be worth it yeah. there's another interesting one I, it's this year is so it's so like there's so many landmines with like every, honestly everywhere. after Jokic, everywhere it's like 50. i know even like um, the idea that i'll get in on this the idea that Giannis is safe as well he, I, he's got a his knees are not good and he is going to have yeah. maintenance days for his knees like there is there's just problems everywhere um i'm okay with durant i'm not worried about like oh what if he complains and then sits out like i'm not actually that worried about that happening maybe it does but it's not coming into my discussion it's the fact that he's 34 and his lower body is having a lot of problems that's more of a concern with me but he's still really cheap here he's at 55 i'm in on that yeah i'm uh i'm comfortable with this one 
Ooh, 58. Uh, might be too high. No. Oh, I'll take 58. I'm out now. 58's too high. But if someone can chuck 59, it'd be there. Thank you, Alex. Are we drafting 13 spots? Yeah, 13. Okay. I like doing 14 in a snake draft because I think it's fairer because it means that everyone gets a chance at picking you know, on the reverse round. Like if you pick first and you have a 13 rounds, you pick first in seven rounds and last in six. That doesn't seem particularly fair to me. But in an auction, you're not picking rounds, so 13 is totally fine. Let's uh, let's do an interesting one here. I want to see... Um, let's see how the... Where, where, where's his value at? Ooh, okay. All right. Um, probably lower, or probably higher than I'm willing to go. Yeah, look, average 31. I think he's more this mid-20s to me. All right, I'm just going to... There it is, pretty much... I just, I want to get some money off. I think people are going to go higher. People seem to... This is what I find, Jared, a lot, and not saying it's right or wrong, but um, people have a very... 12-month memory in fantasy. They go, well, he was you know, 20th last season. I go, that's fine. He was- ooh, but, ooh, okay, what sorry. But 24. Talking, that's about right That's to a me. good price in my opinion. I think it's about right because uh, what I was saying is he was 20th last season ranking, whatever it was, right? And people go, well, he was 20th. Why? But he was 50th the year before. So which one of those is real? Maybe neither of them are. Maybe he's somewhere in the middle. But like, we just, I think it's somewhere in the middle. We just discount... Like he he was fiftieth, 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 twentieth. Well, now obviously he's a top twenty player every year. I don't think that's exactly how that should work. Um, and we just really look back at just the one year of what happened versus like maybe that was an outlier at age thirty two, having one of the best mid range shooting seasons literally of all time. I'm not sure I want to put too much faith in that happening. Much like me not expecting Tyrese Maxey to shoot forty six percent from three, playing alongside James Harden, like those sort of outlier things. I'm generally going to scale them back a bit. Yes. But I, I just I feel like his floor is kind of top fifty, top forty, and, I agree with and that. his price is twenty four. You're getting good value on that. Um, so you know, if we're talking snake draft and we're talking early round three, I do think that that's too early. But once we get to late round three, I, I towards agree. round four, I think that you're getting an excellent player at that point. The, so the other thing I think this highlights, um, Jared, is that when you're doing an auction draft and also commenting on the players, sometimes players slip through the cracks and it's not as easy to concentrate on what you're doing. <laughs> and uh, you know, if you want doing a, a draft seriously and you've got money on the line for an auction, I, I wouldn't recommend trying to do a podcast at the same time because your concentration yeah, your concentration doesn't really get there, especially if you're doing it with someone else and you're chatting and getting them players just slide through. Um, Kyrie I thought 45. that was good value as well. 45 for Kyrie. Um, yeah, it is, but it's obviously, yeah, that's pricing and risk with it. You know, like, does he get hurt? Because the reason there's been all the off court stuff with Kyrie the last two years, but as I've said in this podcast a million times, the reason we didn't draft Kyrie before that was he always got hurt. Jared, it was always his shoulder or his knee yeah. or his ankle, and yeah. he played like 30 games. But because he hasn't been on the court, we haven't actually had that in our brains that he would get hurt. He's been healthy because he hasn't been out there. So there's two elements of risk associated with him. Oh, Anthony Edwards. Now he's going real high at the moment. Um, I think I, if, if this was real, I probably would have put one more bid on that because I'm extremely high on Anthony Edwards this year. What do you think but he's going to do to improve? I just think that he's going to be an all-star. I think that he, we're seeing like 25 points a game, maybe 1.8-ish steals, uh, lots of lots of triples, maybe some more dime opportunities. I, I just think that he he's an all star in the making. He had he had below average field goal and free throw last season. Um, 
and he was like 45th or something like that. But I see people taking him at like pick 15, 16 in a snake. That price didn't really necessarily um, align with that pick 15, 16, but it was still, it is expecting a pretty big leap. And he already played quite a few minutes last season, so he doesn't really have the minutes upside, I don't think. So you just snuck in Rudy Gobert. Oh, did I? Shit. I literally didn't even know that I got that. Oh, wow. There we go. All right. Let's go. Uh, how do you feel about Rudy Gobert? Because um, I don't know. I'm I'm I, a little bit nervous about a, a slide. I tell you what um, my idea was in bidding for him there is that with the injury to Rob Williams, the injury to Jaron Jackson, it's very hard to get blocks. Yes. And yes. now I've got some blocks. So a lot of other people aren't going to be able to compete in blocks. I'm going to be able to get some other guys at cheaper prices. And if I didn't get someone, then I've just, I'm out on that. Like I, I can't get those block numbers in there. I'm obviously going to be punting free throws with him most, most likely, but there's just no guys for blocks. And there's the uncertainty around miles Turner. Like who, what the hell's going on with him? Like, where do you get blocks from now? Like it's so hard to find them. I know. I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, I think that there's, there absolutely needs to be a premium on centers this season. And, and I was, extremely high on Robert Williams until he Same. had that second freaking surgery and is basically my pivot is to Rudy Gobert because he's the guy in the same kind of tier is going to give you similar numbers. And like you said, I, I, I don't even know where the centers are this year. Like, no, uh, I think this is quite good value on James Harden. By the way. So do I, I've got him as a top three or four player this season. That's pretty so, cheap. It doesn't make sense for what I'm trying to do with my team, but it is pretty cheap. I'm willing to I'm willing to spend close to sixty on someone like Harden. I'd spend more. So I'd spend more on him than Durant. Woo! There we go. Fifty six, baby. That's good. That's a good price. I think you should be pretty happy with that. I like that. I reckon I'm going to try and get in on Giannis when that bid comes up because he makes a lot of sense next to Gobert. Ooh, Halliburton. Yeah. Now, Zach was supposed to be in this draft, but he never showed up. He's got him and even Ryan Knauss. Your uh, colleagues have him at number five overall. I cannot get behind that. Do you? How, where, where do you fit with with the Halliburton that high situation? I'm going to talk to Zach later on on this show. But um, where, where do you fit with that? I have him ranked 15. I think that okay. he's going to have a very good season. I think I've got him um, 13. Five. Yeah, that's that's a, aggressive. <laughs> I mean, like you're saying, you're going to take him over Dame. I would much rather have Dame. I'd much rather have agree other guys. But and 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 you know, kind of. Moving off what we were talking off, talking about two seconds ago. And by the way, wow, he's hitting fifty-one. Yeah, the you, hype is real. You just got harder um, for um, yeah, fifty-six. I got harder for fifty-six. I'll take harder for fifty-six instead of Tyrese for fifty-five. We're at fifty-five. Wow, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, ah, uh, I think that it's a little bit foolish to spend on guards, despite what I just did. I spent fifty-six on Harden, uh, just because of this this complete lack of centers that's yeah. a huge deal and if you find yourself in a two center league uh first off i feel sorry for you you have a bad general manager <laughs> you, um, sure, you sure do uh but if you do it's gonna be rough in those leagues this year because there's like honestly there's four centers i want it's it's everyone's got like later on you've got like okay clink capella but What's his upside? He's got this Achilles issue for a couple of years. A Kong, we might it's come the first for minutes. Year I'm There's, I'm I know, not, I know, you're I'm a big Capella guy. His block rate dropped. His block rate dropped a lot last season, didn't it? it? Looks like, you know, I don't know if he's washed, but he wasn't moving as well. And I'm nervous about a timeshare mm. with Onyeka, and I'm I'm not predicting this Onyeka breakout that I see other I, guys. Predicting. I am. I'm not either. I just I don't think that they're playing 24-24. Like people are going, I'll take him at pick a hundred. Okay, it's. 
it's eliminating so much value. Unless there's a Capella Jeez. trade. John Morant for 27. Now, John Morant for 27 or Tyrese Halliburton for 50 freaking six. Yeah, that's, that's no, that wow. is good. If I wasn't talking to you, I probably would have got in on that. Um, that is a good that is a good price. And this is what happens when some of these guys go early. The, the mid-rangers come in. I think Jimmy's going to go real cheap here as well. So I'm actively watching what the price on Jim Butler is. So I think he might go real cheap. I've seen him slide into the 40s in snake drafts. Yeah, I think that we have a disagreement about Jimmy Butler. I mean, I'm not. Oh, I'm. I'm not. I'm not taking him second round. Like, don't get me wrong, but I think when you hit round four, I'm okay with it. Oh yeah, exactly. Round four, round four, but not not what his actual value will be. Like, he will be a like a top fifteen player. Yeah, he always is. He also has fourteen back to backs, and he's incapable of playing in back to back games. Now, thirty-one dollars. I don't. I don't mind that. I think that that's reasonable value. Agree. Um, but I'm just kind of very hands off with him. I just. He's another year older. He he always misses time. It doesn't matter. It's always some. It's a toe. It's an ankle. It's something. It's a bruised ass bone. <laughs> it's a bruised ass bone. Yes. All right. Let's get Curry up here. Come on. All right. I don't so... want the one dollar bids. Come on. Nah, you gotta you gotta go harder on these guys early. Um, forty-four. Yeah, I'm. I'm a bit down on Curry this season. A lot of people go like, "Yeah, I am too." I'll take him at two. I've got him like more towards the back end of the first round. Like his shot was a bit off so. last season. Clay had the highest usage on that team, and there is the back-to-backs that we've discussed already. Forty-eight mm. is a hell of a price for Curry. That is a good price. Now, I would if I could switch Harden for Curry at this point. I would. And we're starting Trey Young at 55. Whoa, why, are we, like why are we starting him at 55? There's, if Curry just went for 48... Well, the average you, is 64. But you don't need to. If Curry just went for 48, you can start him at 40. Like, right, poor, right. Average, average 65 here for Trey. Jesus. What? Um, but yeah, I'm with you on Curry. Uh, I absolutely love him. I think he's one of the best players in the league. But... Um, <laughs> He just got stuck with it. And that's he L. got stuck. No one bid. Big L. All right, I'm taking Simmons. I'm, I'm in on Simmons. I reckon he's getting underpriced at a huge, huge level. I don't know how high I'm going to go, but his average price is five bucks. That is an insane price. Like it's already up to ten, and I still think he's probably like a fifteen, sixteen, especially the way my team's currently structured with Gobert. Oh, you're you gonna are we gonna fight here over Ben Simmons? Never thought I'd see the day. I don't know why people are hating on him. Like they I, hate him because he's, he's an easy target. Oh, he's he's too soft. He decides he doesn't want to play. Yeah. He said that he was. Uh, I know. Okay, I know. Dude. I know. I mean, he's a top, he's a top twenty point guard. If you're punting, if if you're if you're going to stick me with him at seventeen, that doesn't hurt me. No. I would be willing to go to twenty five to be realistic with you. Yeah, Ooh, maybe shouldn't tell you all my secrets, but That's... yeah, I'm I'm pretty high on that big Ben Simmons. Um, I, I think am... he's going to have a great year. I think he's going to have. Look, James Harden averaged 10 assists on that team. Yeah. No, I, I think he's going to... People will be like, oh, you know, he, he's not going to play because they can't have non-shooters out there. Kyrie and KD will just have the ball the whole time. And I just... I, I think he's going to put up big numbers. I think he's going to be really, really good. Here we go, Giannis. All right. What can yeah. I get Giannis for here? Plus the steals numbers. And I think those tick back up. His career average is 1.7. I don't know why people are hating on this guy. You're a clown if you're hating on him. Yeah, they, ha- they hate on him because he was sad. Like, that, that's all. That's really all it is. And yeah, uh, maybe he just doesn't... What He decides he doesn't want to play basketball anymore. It's obviously more obviously more complicated than that. Because my dog's losing... And he mind. also had a... He had a hernia, guys. Yeah. yeah. That required surgery. 
58 for Giannis. No, I'm getting on this. I'm, I'll go. I'll go to 60 for Giannis here, especially with Gobert. It's such a good pairing. It is. I actually had that pairing in, in the league that uh, you smoked me in. <laughs> oh, there you go. I was uh, in that one. I got because I got Siakam and Kyrie at such cheap prices in that league because of the injuries, and then they just came back, and then uh, that was it. That was that was league done. Well, 61 for Giannis. I am very happy with that. That's a good price. Uh, I'm kind of priced out, so let's get some of these big money guys off the board. Yeah, that's what you got to do. That's your strategy. Towns, I, I'm. Where are you on Towns? I'm down on Towns this year as well. If he, if he doesn't finish in the first round, I would not be surprised. Wow. Well, have a look at his numbers. Um, numbers last three months of last season. I think he was fifteenth. Last three months of last season. That's before someone else is taking rebounds away and forcing him more onto the perimeter. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm always leery of big changes like that. Bringing in a guy like Gobert is a big change. Moving Carl Anthony Towns to basically full-time power forward, yeah. that's going to be a big change, moving them onto the perimeter. Um, but 44, geez, uh, yeah. that's a hell of a price. Well, that was that, that's a hell of a price. That was Rob who just overspent on Trey Young and then got that value back by getting Towns. But um, my issue... With this is Doncic who's going to go for a big price, although there's not as much money around. And my issue with Towns is, I've said it many times, that I'll say it to you, is that Gobert takes boards, takes block opportunities, pushes him onto the perimeter, which lowers field goals, and then we've already talked about the ascension of Anthony Edwards. So then usage drops. So he's getting hit on both sides, right. and that's where my worry. And again, at the end of last season, the last three months, he was down. He was he was fifteenth or whatever it was over the last three months. So you know, I'm I'm a little. I'm a little cautious about him just penciling him. Oh, he's top seven as people seem to think he will because he's always done it in the past when there's a few factors here that I'm that makes me anxious about it. Well, I agree with all of that, but the fact is he's a center and we all know the deal. That's here. true. That's so true. I just bump him up because of that, you know? No, that is absolutely true. That, that, that Especially if you're playing in one of those stupid two center leagues, you get that increased value because <laughs> yeah, he's got center eligibility. Does he even have power forward eligibility? Have they updated that? He already? does. Okay. Uh, okay. This is this is about what I would expect for. I think that he should be closer to sixty. Yeah, I agree, and he fits what I want to do, but I don't want to spend too much more because it takes me out of bidding on anyone else, basically. Right. Right. Courtney's. Uh, okay. This is who Courtney's going for. Okay. He's he's the only one who hasn't on oh no, our Oscar. Has not bid yet. Don't either. get outbid, bud. Don't get outbid. He's worth 60. He's doing the thing oh that, that I like to do. I like to hold my money quite a bit. Um, but if everyone else is holding their money, then the value is not there. And you've got to, you've got to adjust in auctions. They're, they're hard. And people always will ask me, hey, can you talk more about auctions when you do your shows? And I go, the, the problem is, as soon as one player comes off the board, there's no point me coming in and saying, this player is worth this amount. Because if someone goes 20 bucks over, then the values of everyone starts changing. And the um, scarcity changes. Like in a snake draft, doesn't matter if you're in a 10 or 12 or 14 or 16 team league, pick 30 players, a pick 30 player in an auction draft, whatever your format is, everything just changes straight away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that what I personally love auction oh, so uh, leagues or salary leagues, I think it's the most uh, fair way to conduct a draft. But my, um, my biggest advice always is basically like you can over prepare and I've done that before. You can, yeah. Where where you you go into these mocks like over and over again, and you think you have a price point, but ultimately the room is going to determine the price point. And you got the room you're drafting with can be 
completely different than you know any standard mock so no that's that's okay. everything goes completely out the window as soon as something crazy happens really someone either goes overpriced or underpriced or yeah the, the scarcity of players or what you do because as soon as if you get two guys early then you're not into position to bid for other guys you just get outbid on those players um it's it, it's fun like if you haven't done an auction and you're watching this congratulations i hope you enjoy it um, but it's it's fun and it's hard and it's challenging and you know you're not always gonna if you nail an auction draft you're really hard to beat during the season. But you... AD thirty seven. I am a big AD guy this year. I think that is excellent value, scarce position. I think that AD could be a top five player realistically if uh, he can stay healthy. I think AD top five potential is done. I think it's cooked. His rebounds drop every year. His free throws he can't hit him anymore. Um, 18% three-point shooter. I, I would, you know, two, three years ago, I would have said, well, if he stays healthy, there's top two, top three potential. I, I don't think that's there anymore for him personally. He's 30 years old. Do you old think well. he's outside of the first round? Like, do you think last season is is the standard? I don't think so. I think he's at minimum, he's a top 10 guy. He played 34 minutes a game last season. Still, it wasn't like he was low minutes. It's just that the rebounds dropped, which happens often when you move to power forward full time, which I think he's going to do again this year. Um. I don't know. I, I just, I don't have him as that top. I, if you wanted to take him at 12, I've got no worries. I mean, to me, he's more of a 16, 17 mate guy. I, I don't think that top two five to five potential is there anymore. But I got him for 37. Which is I okay. Which is okay. Lamella uh, Ball. Lamella 53. I really like that. That's I, excellent value. I think it's pretty good as well. It doesn't really fit what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to now get... My last 11 spots for $108. I'm not really... Ooh, here we go. El Prince Shangoon. Is the hype... Has it gone too far? I think so. I think it might be trending that way, yeah. I just... Yeah. I want to... I want to see it and not in Eurobasket. I want to see it in the league. Mm. And um, no, it is... I don't know. I, I don't want to throw too much water on him, but it just feels like he's one of those guys every season that gets really hyped up. And then it gets to a point where you're drafting at a ceiling. Agree. Now, seventeen point seventeen dollars. That's not bad, but it is. It's not it far is. off ceiling, though. Yeah, exactly. Like ceiling's probably twenty five dollars as a you know, absolute best case. He's a top forty sort of player, but yeah, a lot needs to go right for that to happen. And it could. I think he's really good. And yeah, I've I've said that for yeah since before the draft last season. Um, but yeah. I, just, I threw Shea out here just to see what people react. There is a chance, because we heard that Shea was out with this MCL. We don't know when the injury was sustained, and that all they've said is he's out for the first couple of weeks of training camp. He might be there opening night, Jared. He might not uh, be. Uh, he, he might not yeah, be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... Um... I have pretty much next to no faith, but at 23... 24 that's awfully tempting it 25 is. i think i'm i think i'm done here yeah um I, I knocked him down about 20 spots after that news came out i, uh, I, I just i did too i don't like drafting okc players i was really excited to draft chet this season and that uh went away very quickly uh i just don't see and now shay's injured to start the year you know maybe you're gonna get that maybe you're gonna get that miraculous march run but I think there's a better chance that he's just going to be really disappointing. I in terms of games played. 
I th- yeah, I think there's obviously a risk. I think that people are absolutely overreacting to this knee injury. And someone in the chat here is a sports medicine um, physician says that MCLs heal well because of um, the blood flow. And again, I don't know when this happened, this injury. And if the, the report is he'll miss the first week or two of camp, I, I think he could play opening night. And then that'll be really interesting to see how people view that, especially like in the next two weeks. If we did another auction in two weeks and we get more information on him. I wonder what would the I wonder what the appeal or the value would be if him. Obi, what are you, what's wrong? Did you want to draft Shay? Yeah, sounds about right. Um, Brad Beal, people too down on him. I think that's excellent value. I think twenty six is excellent value. I should have bid. Yeah, that's excellent value. I agree. I mean, I think that this is a guy who can really come back and be a top twenty player. Uh, last year he had a bum wrist. I'm going to chalk it up to that. Because it was inexplicable. Uh, oh, if you look at his was, his drop off in three point percentage, it's it is there's no it doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, I, I just think that twenty six for for Mr. Bradley Beal that's that's incredible value. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Like he was he was like absolutely no doubt atrocious last season. Like he was so bad. And I don't think he gets back to that end of first round value because that was like on thirty plus points plus one point six steals. And I don't think that yeah. those two things come back. Yeah, I don't think all those things all happen at the same time. Um, but, you know. Well, I'm in on this Sabonis. I'm not going to concentrate. I want Sabonis on this team if I can get him at a good value. He's been sliding to me in certain spots. I was scared off Sabonis because of the fact that he's going to be playing. I don't know. It's like he has De'Aaron Fox there. No. Like, did they really play together last year? There's Davion Mitchell. Uh, Sorry, Davion. Oh, Keegan Murray. Yeah, I'm not worried about Davion Mitchell. I I don't think he's going to play enough to impact him. I, I don't think he's good enough to impact him, to be honest. His value, Sabonis' value about, in rebounds like, is strong. I'm sure with Rajon Holmes' potential. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think. Oh, I got Sabonis. I don't think that they are going to cut into Sabonis. They gave away Halliburton to get Sabonis. They're not going to be like, all right, let's split his minutes with with Holmes. If, well, if they do, the I'll say, if they do, they're getting kangsed again. Like, there's no doubt about that. All right, Jason Tatum. Um, I said this before the show. Some people literally ask me this, multiple people. Are you are you dropping Tatum down because of the Imei Udoka stuff? The answer is no, but I wanted to know if you had a different answer. No. Thank you. Thank you, be fine. Thank you for agreeing with me. Yeah, he's Jason Tatum. He should be 50. Like, this is a deal right here. I'm just kind of tapped out on cash. I am too. Um, and that's why guys like this Courtney and Gerald Green's team here, where they've got the cash to splash and hard on for Harden. Um, I guess yeah, he's, a, he's an attractive man. You can um, you can throw that extra cash around and have like a three-way bidding war. This is the thing. Like, there's always going to be these top guys that slide through. And if you have kept that cash, you can get some of those top... You've got to be less you got to be less picky about it because you don't know who's going to slide through. But right. there will be someone who, who slides through. And often I find in an auction, there's a top guy that goes underpriced at the start of the auction. And then there's the one who slides through to about the 40th guy that gets picked, which is sort of where we are now. I think we're at 40 or so. Yeah. yeah but he's getting, he's getting up there now. There are people who are looking at Tatum as a top four player. I, I don't agree with that. But no. I think he's got value enough here. I think his first round in oh, yeah. so fifty two for first round talent. Yeah, that's that's what you want. Yep. And he doesn't miss games all that often, so that's always nice. Yeah, played through a broken wrist in the finals. We'll see. Yeah. Boston. If there's any lingering issues. Boston. Boston and injuries, man. Whoa. It's not good, is it? Um uh, 
do not like that medical staff. I will say that much. I don't think they care about their players. Yeah, there's, there's a few things sort of building up there that aren't that aren't great with that medical staff stuff with Isaiah Thomas, Rob Williams, Tatum playing mm-hmm. through that injury. Um, Robert Williams is just like that was bad, absurd. Mm-hmm. It's he didn't look good. They brought him back at week four after a surgery. That's typically a six week recovery. Uh, he was missing games. They told him that. He couldn't make it worse, yep. which he did, obviously. <laughs> which he did, and now he's going on. Now it's the surgery right before the season. Cool yeah. guys, garbage. Cool guys. Yep, absolute garbage. Um, ooh. Uh, thirty-four for Kawhi. I think that's potential for good value, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I was in on it until it got over thirty. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. What do we do? Uh, hmm. Let's put him up here. Thank you. I was just about to do the same. My dog is trying to get out of this room. I'm, I'm out on LeBron. I'm just going to go open the door. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'll be back in a sec. Obi's like completely distressed today because my partner's brother is staying with us. So he wants to go and interact with them and wake them up and go and play. And he's just normally during the day, he just goes and he goes, all right, Josh is recording. I go sleep in bed today. There's other people around. So he's like, oh man, I've got people to play with. This is sick. Um, Uh, Let's, let's keep the old guys going. So 33 for LeBron, potentially good value. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Here's another old guy who I have no interest in. Why no interest? I just feel like eventually Father Time's going to win. It is. Maybe I'm going to continue to be wrong, but it's just they're at the stage in their career where the drop-off... I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe we're in this new era where players can play until their 40s. Maybe that's where we are right now. Yeah, but... Two players, though. It's it's two guys. It's him and LeBron. <laughs> like, no one else No one else can do it. Did you see LaMarcus Aldridge last season? Blake Griffin? Right. Kemba Walker? Right. Like, I agree with you. I just recorded a show on the Suns, which will come out in a few days' time. And I said, he was still good last season, but he's 37. At some point, it's going to come, and it's going to kick you in the balls, and he's going to be bad. And I don't know when that's going to be, but him and LeBron have pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. But they are absolutely the exceptions. And at some point, they're, yeah. going, they're going to... Look, you can go back, like Alan Iverson. Like, he was good, and then all of a sudden, he was terrible. Like, yeah. this happens to these guys. Marcus Gasol. It was yeah. a really drastic drop off for him. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so, Kemba, what about Kemba, Kemba Walker? Where's Kemba Walker? Is he even going to play this season? He's still on the Pistons roster for some reason as well. Like, oh really? Yeah, they haven't they haven't waived him. I, I don't know what's going on. Again, everything Troy Weaver does, I go, what what's hap- <laughs> what what is happening with this team? Every single move, he's still there. Uh, Dame. I'm Maybe just should have held my money for him. I'm just bidding Sheesh. up. I'm just bidding up here because he's too cheap. Yeah, me too. I don't particularly too. want him, nor can I really afford him. But this is too cheap. We need him over forty here pretty easily. Come on, Courtney, where are you at? Well, I'm stuck on thirty-six. Oh yeah, thanks, Courtney. Courtney, you've got the money. Just pay up, you tight bastard. Don't let me get should him. I... Well, it's getting risky for me. There we now. go, Titus. Thanks. There we go, Titus. Thank you, Titus. <laughs> I think. Come on, Courtney. Look. Come on. Oh, no. Guys, Who's Courtney guys. got? Court, the only person Courtney has is Shea Goodis Alexander. It's a bold strategy. Tell us. The money ain't real. 
It is. All right, Zachy Levine. Um, Levine took a big step back last season. And I guess if I'm going to say that All I right. think DeRozan drops off a bit, then I would assume that Levine steps up a little bit. But yeah. I'm worried about his knees as well. I'm not. He just had knee surgery I mean, in the offseason. That surgery was a while ago. Oh, I'm not worried about that. Recovered. I'm more worried about the fact that it just lingered and he's had knee surgeries in the past and knee problems in the past and then something else seemingly nebulous just cropped up with they said there was no problem with they still cut him open anyway like that's that's a worry for me it's ongoing injuries to the same body part is where i go Ooh. wasn't it just the acl tear and he came back from that and then he's been fine since and yeah. this was the second surgery yes that that's true that's why i'm a little bit skeptical of jar moran after injuring his knee literally three times last season that is actually a concern for me, and I don't want to be hyperbolic about it, but it's the same knee that he had surgery on before he yes. uh, came into the league, and it was three times last year, and his season ended uh, in the playoffs with a bone bruise. So it's only because your boy uh, Jordan Poole pulled his knee out of alignment, like he grabbed it and just ripped ripped all the ligaments off. Don't you remember that happening? No. <laughs> Uh, Rob Williams, everyone else can take him. I am not interested in this at all. This is going to be a disaster season, I think, for him, unfortunately. I'll step in there at 12, but I pretty much agree with you. I think that Zach Levine at 26 is a great deal. It is. I think if, I think if you know, if we were drafting a year ago, Zach Levine is probably going for 40. Yeah. Uh, so 26, excellent. Um, I don't think there's any way he doesn't meet that value, and there's a very good chance he exceeds it. I, so. I agree with you. Um, all right. So there's two teams yeah. that only have one player. That's oh, there we go. Jill Green just got Rob Williams to go with Steph Curry. So he's really just racking up the risks here. Not that Curry's as big a risk as as Rob Williams, but that's a lot to spend on a bloke who. Oh yeah, four to six weeks. If yeah, four to six weeks is six to eight weeks, or if it's Lonzo Ball, it's a year, or if it's John Isaac, it's two years. You know, I'm never trusting a four to six week knee surgery timeline. It's just it's not good business practice. To trust that. This is a good value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with all that. Uh, I think anything under 40 for book is pretty darn good. Yeah, I'm trying to get this price up here. Let's do it. Man, someone in the chat said that is too, too cheap for Rob, Rob Williams, even with the injury. I don't know about that. Don't. Oh, thank God. Should I just beat him up again? Okay, he's he's unflappable. No, he's, un- he's, he's unflappable. Maybe we just let him go for thirty four just to get money out of his wallet. There we go. Oh no, hard on is jumping in there. Come on, Courtney. All right, I got to start working out how I'm going to build go. this team out. All right, so all right, Courtney, we've got him up to thirty six. Oh, there we go. All right, good. It's my nomination next. Who do I want to throw out? Well, not next. I'm yeah. I'm gonna throw Tyrese Maxey out there. I want to see what oh, the temperature is there. That Zion. should be a guy for your team. Yeah, he is. I'm. I, I didn't want him to be nominated just yet, but he is a guy for my team. Um, how worried are you about his injuries? I'm. I'm a huge Zion fan. Um. Again, I don't think I can say I'm not worried because of the career he's had. But he had a, a lot of time off. Yeah. He didn't play last season. He, he looks he looks fine. He, like he looks in he looks, he looks in great shape. Great. And I think we forget um, that that second season he was actually he was actually unstoppable. 
Like you could not yes. stop him getting to the rim. Like it was yeah. one of the most unbelievable seasons I've ever seen from a player that young in terms of being. He, turn, he turns grown men into bowling pins. <laughs> there was no regular, no way to stop him. Can't do anything. He's going to jump over you. So, um, yeah, I, I think the the negative here is, uh, can you give me a little bit more defensive stats? Uh, can you shoot a little bit better from the line? Yeah, I think he can. I think he can I too. Think he can. Uh, so I, I, I don't want to I bank just, on it though. Yeah, don't, no, don't be it, don't be it. He's a punch. You punt with him, but All right. 25. Yes, sir. And if, like look, that. and to me, a like go bear Sabonis, Giannis, Zion. It's a, wow. It's a nice. It's a nice start. Now I'm in real strife. I got nine spots for fifty one dollars, but I'm okay with those guys. They're, that's a pretty strong grouping. I feel for what I'm trying to do. Obviously, um, punting. I think that's the group. The free throws. Anyone. Would- like that's the ideal punt. Oh, that is a lot for Taurus Maxi. That is a lot. Yeah, no. What, did, what did Levine there. just go for? Twenty-four or something? Twenty-six? And we're at twenty for Maxi. Um, yeah, that's too much in my mind. Like that is that is drafting at above ceiling. Maybe no, it's probably drafting at ceiling. I think he went up real aggressive too. He didn't he did. need to go all the way up to twenty like that. He did. Um, yeah, that's. Okay. But I like Maxi. I do. Oh, so, uh, so twenty do I. is a lot. But, uh, you know, maybe he'll hit. I don't think that's, like, the worst. We'll see where it spits. I'm in on Fox this season a little bit. I'm becoming more and more enamored by what he can perhaps bring. I don't know if I can afford him, but I definitely can if he's going to be a $6. I'll tell you what I'm also noticing from this draft, Jared, is this average price on Yahoo is just garbage. If people know what they're doing, that price makes no sense. It doesn't mean anything. 22.8. It doesn't mean anything. Like some guys are going twenty spot, twenty bucks higher, ten bucks lower. It's all over the shop. I will. I'll spend twenty bucks here on Fox. I think that he's worth it. I think that there's so many guards. I'm gonna hold off a little bit. Mm, I'm not going higher than this. This is twenty one bucks because I just can't really afford it. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. You're gonna get cashed out if. Yeah. No. No. I'm I'm out now. uh, Titus Titus can have him. I think that's that's Dan Titus. I'm pretty sure with that team. Who is actually works for Yahoo? Oh, nice. Uh, I think that's good value. I think that Fox could have a phenomenal season. If you look at his numbers after uh, Halliburton got traded, they're phenomenal. Yeah, after his yeah. um fake ankle injury where he was complaining that he didn't have the ball in his hands, and oh, I'm just too sore to go. I'm just too just too sore. It's uh, magically healed now that Halliburton's gone. <laughs> Mate, maybe it was actually sore. He apparently did have a broken bone in his wrist, which is what ended his season. Um, but. The ankle injury was a, was a little iffy. I'm not going to lie well, about that. What I thought was happening, I thought that Sacramento was holding him out because I thought Sacramento was going to trade him. I was surprised to see them trade Halliburton. Yeah, but it's, as, as we said earlier, it's the Kangs. Um, now, I want to apologize to Zach Henshu if we said anything bad about him before for not turning up. We may have abused him. I don't remember. But he's, he just sent me a message saying that he uh, was dealing with a, a sick kid so he couldn't make the auction. So, uh, understandable, Zach. Um yeah, you're still a bastard. No, I'm joking. I don't know if we even said anything bad. We might have just kept all that off air, Jerry, just between you and me. Uh, I think I'm about to get Garland for 25. Nope, you're not. Uh, I kind of... I think he's a $30 player. I do. I do. I'm going to let him pass by, though. There's other guys I like. And uh, I have two really good guards 26. Already. That is cheap. That is the Levine price. And again, it puts the maxi price into like, hmm, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I, I think he's like a $30 player this season. I'll tell you who's going to be interesting to watch. 
I do need some guards because I don't have any other guards or wings on my team. Interesting to watch where Porzingis goes. Ooh, yeah. Bam. Bam was a disappointment last season. I don't really think he gets the ball handling back from Kyle Lowry this year, but and I'm, I've also given up hope that he's ever going to block a lot of shots. He just doesn't do that. Yeah. He's a very good defender who does not... Yep, Clay Thompson style. Seek, you know, seek out those defensive stats. Correct. Which is what makes him a good defender. Um, but yeah, I think you're right about that. And his assists went down with Lowry there. I don't know. Like, $30? Eh. I don't mind. Again, we talk about center scarcity, although he's not the blocks guy that we're looking for, but centers can be hard to find. The problem is, right. that's part of the problem. Again, we center scarcity, but then there's all these centers who don't block shots. Right. That's what I told you. There's like four centers I want. Mm. And after this Robert Williams injury, I think the KP is going to be one of them. Ew. Well, that's the thing. No like, thanks. Rob, Rob, yeah, no thank you either. Rob Williams is injured. Jaron Jackson is injured. Anthony Davis has massive question marks. Chris Aspelzingas has massive question marks. There's like four of your best six shot blockers in the NBA, basically. That's why I think that... I think I'm talking myself into Miles Turner. Yeah, but even then, happening. there's question marks there. What if he goes and what if he does go to LA and you know they only play him 27 minutes a night or something because of their weird rotate? I don't know. Who knows what they do? Yeah, I mean that's true. But like we run through the list, it's like I'd rather no. have at least he's healthy. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have. Hmm, I don't know where this player is going to end. I don't know which player this is. Uh, which jersey this player is going to be wearing at the end of the year versus I don't know if this guy's going to be playing at the end of the year. No, I get that. Although he also had health issues, so it's not like... Yeah, what's he played? Know. 45 games the last two years? Yeah. <laughs> and it was plantar... Fa- I think it was plantar fasciitis. He had plantar uh, fasciitis. No, had- no, that was Nurkic that had plantar fasciitis. He had a stress fracture in his foot, similar, ah, similar to what Jaren's yeah, Jaren dealing with now. Uh, so this is my guy... Oh, he's like a twenty, um, at least a twenty-five dollar player, at least. I think that people undervalue him, but apparently not in this room. Well, I tell you, I've, I have had, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna record a Raptors show later on today, and I'm gonna trigger every Raptors fan in the world by doing it. But people are just like, well, I think Van Vliet's gonna play off ball because they're gonna make Scotty the full-time point guard, and Van Vliet's gonna take a step back, and I'm just not sure that's true. And that seems to be an overwhelming. Well, not overwhelming. It seems to be a common opinion that, like, oh yeah, we'll just Scotty will just be point guard and Van Vliet will take that step back and Scotty's usage. Do they realize who Fred Van Vliet is? No, that's what the, I don't get He's why. An all-star guard. I don't get like, why people are so keen to like. Okay, let's give Scotty Barnes the job as the full-time point guard when he's never been that. When we've got a full-time point guard who's one of the best in the NBA at it and is still really good. And I get that they have to Scotty Barnes. Let's see what he goes for. Him? Do you think him or Evan Mobley are getting priced? A bit too high at the moment. I think Mobley is. I'm not sure about Barnes. Uh, you know, I've been shocked. I, Mobley is, like, taking him in the second round is insane to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, we get to round four. I like it. But I'm seeing him consistently go round two and three. And it's just, I want proven players in rounds one through four, to be honest with you. So when we're projecting jumps... Yeah, what's the, what's the pre- argument for it? I don't get it. You're drafting the ceiling, yeah. you know? Because uh, 20 for Scotty Barnes feels a little bit high to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. I was probably look more looking at 18, 19, but I'm okay with it. But the argument for Mobley, right, jump is, is where does it come from? 
Pill goal. Maybe he starts blocking more shots. Well, the only reason his block numbers jumped up last season is because Jared Allen went down and he was like at 1.7 blocks per 100 playing as a center and like 1.2 as a power forward. Right, It's a big difference. Um, he already played 35 minutes a night or 34 minutes a night. Like, so he doesn't have minutes mobility upside. Donovan Mitchell arriving means that usage isn't necessarily going to spike. Maybe he becomes a better free throw shooter, but I don't know. Like, Does he start getting more shots? I don't know. I think it would be it would it would need to be blocks and rebounds and points going up. And you bring up a very good point about Donovan Mitchell coming in. Mm. Uh, you know, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell. I think that Mobley's third. Oh crap! There's a dialogue. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that Mobley. The hype is a little bit too much. I like him a lot. But... I, I hate saying that because I, I thought he was a rookie of the year last year, personally. I think he's an unbelievable guy who has top 15 fantasy upside. I'm just not sure it's this year. Yeah. Uh... Wow. These guys are jerks. I want this guy. Revenge tour. I believe in it. Well, um... revenge, revenge on his own organization. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> For shopping him. Uh, 26, I think that's a great price. I, I, th- I, I think it's fair. I think it's about the right spot. Uh, another guy I like. I think that the industry is very down on OG. Yeah, I, if, um, if the industry includes me, then yes, I am. I am a bit down on him this season. I just, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure where the upside... I don't think I'm going to get him in many spots. And I'm not sure how he pushes higher. I mean, he just needs to stay healthy. He's a really good player. Yeah. Yeah. He, look, the, you know, he is good. I, look, he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the entire NBA. But, yeah, can he stay healthy, or does he become the fifth Charlie offensive guy? Says yes. Let's let's see if someone bids me up. Eighteen bucks. Okay. There we go. I like that. We'll tell you who's sitting there though. His teammate is still available, Pascal Siakam. That could be a steal. I do need someone who doesn't play power forward or center though. Here we go, Evan Mobile. Let's see. What do you think? I think he's like a $15 player, maybe. I think he should at least be 10 Yeah, I'll give it a little bit more there. I know I'm filled up in those positions, but I'm not letting him go for under 15 Thank you. Who's got the See cash now? I... Courtney's still. Courtney, my guy. Get involved. What's Courtney doing? He's got some... some maybe he's running two drafts at once. See, this is why I like auction. Mm. I mean, it's this is a much fairer price point than round two or round three. It's pushing, it's pushing a little high. Like that's that's Zach Levine price almost, and I'm not sure. I'll, I'll, we agree that Levine probably was a little bit too cheap. It's not bad twenty three. I think he's pro- it's probably a little over for me. But if you are in a situation where you can deal with the poor free throws, then he's worth more. Oh, Courtney yeah. got him. Here you go. We're here. We're here. It's time. It's time for him to nominate too. Oh, there he is. Oh, I was just about to okay. put, I put him on my queue just to nominate. All right, I'm just going to get some money up. I I think legitimately this guy could be top 15 per game. I think he could legitimately be top 15 per game, and I think he could legitimately play in 50 games. Yeah, that is that is true. And that's why you can get him in round four or at a much cheaper price like in a lot of spots. Like this is... And, yep. This is about right. I don't know how much higher than this I would want to go. But he, like, he was a beast. Yes, there was no Beal down the stretch, but he dominated. He put up such big numbers. And 25, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Especially with the scarcity of blocks. And, ooh, the court, there oh, there you Courtney. go. 
Courtney's, oh, getting, wait <laughs> Courtney's oh, just getting his name mentioned so much here. Um, Courtney's oh, done wait. it again. Two in a oh, row wait. for the big fella. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I just think, you know, like, yeah, he is great. He is always injured. Yeah. It's just... And it's, you know, I, I don't tend to buy into, like, injury proneness as a thing but when you have multiple injuries to the same body part that is when i get concerned and, and that is the concern here with him but he could play 66 games so it's not it's not outrageous i'm not saying he's going to play 80 because he won't but he could play 66 and that's that was basically bang on league average last season yeah yeah he could be he could be great i think that with the centers that are still available to me that's why i didn't pull the trigger um but, you know, sometimes that's a mistake because sometimes you think that you have the money reserved for these guys and then uh, Courtney will come in and, and steal all these centers. <laughs> all right. I need to get somebody out here. Let's... Who do I want to chuck out? Kelvin Johnson for 16, huh? Too much? You big Kelvin Johnson guy? No. I think he was going to score a lot, but I don't know what else he's going to do. I think 16 yeah, was, was too much. Do? Yeah. Would you think... Now, I've had this argument slash discussion with others on the show. Um, who we think will be the highest-ranked Spurs player. I think it'll be Vassell, personally. I, mean, I think it's going to be Trey Jones. Yeah, it could be. Uh, it could be. I was talking Vassell last season. I mean, I, it's another player that I think that we're we're getting ahead of ourselves in the type of leap that this player can take. He could get priced like, out for sure. But he was, like, I think 85th after the trade last season or 90th or something like that. It wasn't it – was, it was okay. Right. But that's like a two-month stretch of 80, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing him go at 50. Yeah, I that's agree. That's quite a leap. And I just hate it when we use these per 36-minute stats without a player. I never want to use per 36-minute stats, um, especially when you're using weird math to get a player off the court. And that's where that's how his hype is all the way at 50. Look. I, I, I drafted him in all my teams last year. I, I saw the potential, but just to expect an, a, a jump from 80 over a two-month span to 50 over an entire season. 50 is too high. Just, just because DeJounte is gone, I don't know. 50 is too high, I think. Um, I, I, look, I think he can get there, but I'd rather pick him at 75. Exactly, and I'd be, I'd be very comfortable at 75, but I'm just not seeing that. No, no, he's going. He's one of much like Shangun that they, you know, we you talk them sleepers and they were ranked ridiculously low early on, and then yeah, well, it comes up. Well, he's a sleeper, so therefore I've got to have him. And then, well, if you're getting right. him here, then I've got to go around early, and it gets it gets it snowballs, and then you end up on the other side of the argument saying, well, I actually don't want Shangun now, or I don't want Vasilna, even though I really liked them when they were at the correct or yeah, you know, at a way off price, and then they get just adjusted way too high up, and you go, yeah, and then you turn into the anti person, and you got to really sort of balance that out. I thought that was 24 on Middleton. I think that's a great price. Yeah, I'm not that worried about that injury to start the season. It's it's giving me very much Siakam from last season vibes. Right. Right. Speaking of Siakam. Uh, do I want to go to his average? 28. I think 28's right. I'm on 28. I'm not going higher. Just to give you the tip, if you want to go a little bit higher, you'll beat me. There's other guys I oh, want. Oh, luck. I got him. Just another powerful one. Add it to the mix. Price. You're at 23. Good, good, sir. That's all right. That is, <laughs> that is, fine. I am, uh, I'm okay with that. I, I, yeah, 
it's a different approach for me. Normally, I like holding the money, but I'm happy with getting an Antetokounmpo, Sabonis, Gobert, Zion, Pascal grouping. That is four potential top 30 players. Five, yeah. five guys, sorry. I'm okay with that. I'm just going to see what else to do with these other picks. Here's a guy I'm completely uninterested in after hyping him up last year. Yeah, um, I hyped just, him up last year too. Why are you out on him? Okay, see, I'm just, I'm not, I can't, I can't. I, they're, they're too tanky. Their team's too bad. Their team is bad. I, it looks, it's so bad. Although it would have been, if Chet was there, they would have been all right. They would have, you know, at least, I, reckon they I know. Been on the- I was, I, if Chet was there, I would be drafting some of these guys. I would definitely be drafting Chet. They'd, oh, yeah. Oh, that, that would have been on the Kings level if Chet was there. I reckon they'd be equal. And I know Kings fans will say that's not right. But I reckon their coach is unbelievably good, I think, the Thunder. And he gives them, I reckon, two, three extra wins easily, especially if they're trying. If he's trying to win, I think he's actually that good. Yeah. Uh, Laurie, I like him. Uh, yeah, I, I do too. I think he is going to get a... Now Bogdanovich is out. I think he's going to get... He's had a top 70, 60 season for Chicago in the past. I don't think he's a particularly good player. He's not a good defender necessarily, but he's going to get a lot of shots. He's on a bad team. And he's going he's to get rebounds. Exactly. He's going to get the opportunity. There we go. 13, I'll take no, that. That's really, really I good. Like that. That's really good price for you. You should be happy with yourself, proud of yourself. Your family should be proud of you. It's all it's all good. Add myself in the back. <laughs> um... Vooch. Uh, here's a guy. Uh, okay, I'll get in on this. Vooch was. Let's see what happens. I, I don't need another center. I'm pretty good for <laughs> for centers at this point. <laughs> um, he was bad last season. Um, and maybe that was just shots not going in. But also, we've talked about it already, Jared. Maybe the drop offs here. He's 31, 32. Maybe, maybe he's just not that good anymore. Maybe the fall off is there, and the positioning in the offensive hierarchy doesn't do him any favors, and everything was tailored to him in Orlando. And maybe the drop off has just hit him. I, I certainly wouldn't expect improvement. Um, I, I could see him being a top forty player again. Um, is but... center scarcity pushing this price up? Twenty four seems a bit too much. I think so because uh, he's one of the players who, again, with all these center injuries, he, he I bumped him up a little bit. Not that, but, he, not that he blocked shots at all. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I think you know center. Uh, let's see. Uh, who it, should I put up here? There's one center that's, up, that's uh, standing out like dogs balls who helps with those blocks, and that's Jared Allen. Like he's probably the main block guy that's really le- outside of Capella, whose blocks dropped a lot last season. And, or then, uh, then you're gonna add to Mitch Robinson. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna throw this guy up. Oh, Moss Turner's uh, still there too. I think, Sorry, I think I won this ADP battle last year with Julius Randle versus uh, someone. Did you, I? Don't, I honestly don't. I don't remember. <laughs> What did, were you on the po- the positive side for Julius Randle or the negative side? You were, sir. You oh, were, sir. weird. That doesn't sound like me. That's, <laughs> wow. Okay. Maybe I was still shook from that earthquake that hit us last year. <laughs> doesn't sound like uh, me. Yeah. So I'm completely off him. And um, this is already... I'm a little bit off him, but I actually drafted him at like 95 in a draft the other day. And I was like, okay, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm all right with that. Right. That That's like that's his floor. And he could he could certainly improve if he can figure out how to hit those three pointers again. Yeah, I don't really and, think that's going to happen. No. I know he was hitting step back threes. It was remarkable. And I heard, last year I he heard this as a part of it. Now this guy is I don't want to be too harsh on him, but he might be he might somewhat over engage with the crowd or get a little bit emotional at times. And the fact that those shooting numbers came when three quarters of the season was with no fans, you reckon that might be a part of it? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I reckon it might be. 
because he's yeah. he's not the most um, stoic player on the court, Julius Randle. If, <laughs> if something doesn't go his way, he's not really all that stone faced about it, is he? No. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't I didn't really actually consider that. Just funny that the one season he's above thirty percent is the one where no one's there to give him shit. <laughs> All right, let's see. Can I get Drew? Can I sneak him through for under 20 bucks? I don't even have 20 bucks to offer. I've only got 15. Um, he's getting underpriced in a lot of spots. I don't... Yeah, there you go. I'm out on it already. I think he's, I think he's very undervalued. Uh, one of my favorite targets. Yep, I agree. Um, but again, Jared, like, he's not Chris Paul, but he's 33. What if he drops off? It's once I want to do it. I'm not going to do it this year because I don't have time. But I want to do a real study on when they when do players drop off. Like when is this average cliff for these? You know, for top twenty players, for top forty players, when do they hit it? Because it comes and it kicks you in the ass, and you don't really know about it. Like Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. two years ago was like top forty player, then he was like 150th, and then waved by the Spurs halfway through the year. And you go, what, what just happened? Yeah, I just don't see that happening with Drew. I think he's superb. I think he's an excellent point guard. I think um, he is too. And also, you have to consider uh, the early part of his career, kind of similar to Chauncey Billups. He didn't play a lot early in his career because he was hurt all the time. And now he's... Oh, shit. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> uh, there we go. Saved. This guy's, um, this guy's complaining that he got auto-drafted Middleton. We were talking about how good that Middleton deal was, mate. Just be happy, <laughs> just be happy with it. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Drew. Drew ah, he yeah. didn't play early in his career and now he's played. So I feel like, you know, uh, those, it was like three seasons that he, he basically didn't play. Um, so I think that that gives him more mileage in his NBA career. That's possible. He had those. And he also entered the league really young too. Man, the hype is real on Brandon Clark. That's it's it's that's too high. I think um, that's too high. It, it's, I was hyping him up and that's too high. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, he might not even start for him. That's what I keep hearing, that he's, they're not going to start him with Jackson out. And when Jackson comes back, what does he play? 20 minutes a night, which is probably 22 minutes a night, which is probably fantasy playoffs. So, you know, is he, are you even going to hold on to him? By He might be droppable at the end of, at, you know, in February. He might be. Uh, he might not be, but he, he might be. It's not outrageous to suggest that. I don't think that's outrageous. This is another guy I'm completely uninterested in uh, because of Zion Williamson. Yep. Uh, I think I was calling him a bust last year so and I. Zion didn't play. <laughs> so I, my logic for him being a bust didn't work out, but it still holds. I agree. I, uh, Zion I is someone thing. who just dominates the paint. Um, mm-hmm. And Jonas is, they're too simple. Like, I'm not sure how much these dudes can share the floor. I agree. And Especially I just all, think, all the reports, yeah. Jared, are that Trey Murphy is dominating in their, their workouts. And Trey Murphy next to Zion is pretty sexy. Jonas next to Zion, yeah, it's not quite as interesting. But he's, he's a good player. But he got like 30 minutes a night and was top 40 last season in a situation that was really beneficial for him. And like I was the same. I thought bust last season as well. And I said, just wait. Just wait till Zion comes back. He's cooked. And of course, it never happened. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. Uh, this is another player who I think is incredibly undervalued. Now, uh, his price is going above the average at the moment. I think this is still great value. So do I. Uh, shoot, I'm getting pushed out, though. Um, I just got pushed I do out. Have, I have good guards, so I'm going to pass up. But, man, like, I, I totally respect this price that he's going for. His, his average of 11? No. That's insane, he, isn't This it? is the $20 player, at least. 
You know what the interesting thing here is in this draft is that like I made a point of saying I won't go bare. Blocks are going to be hard to come by. Jarrett Allen, Miles Turner are still there, and I think they're going to go underpriced because a lot of money's off the board. So that's the thing with auctions; you never know. Like I took those that risk on Go Bear, paid maybe a little bit too much, but I might be able to. I could have maybe slid Turner and Allen in here at a cheaper price. Uh, yeah, but I I do think that you. A category like blocks, you just want to lock it up. And maybe you could have got it cheaper later in the draft, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be mad about having, well, maybe I will be mad about having Gofer on my team if he takes a big crit, <sighs> uh, drop off. But yeah, I, I think I'd ha- I'd rather have Jarrett Allen between Gobert. I don't. Uh, why Why do you think he's a risk of dropping off? Just new situation, new coach. How does he work next to Cat? How did I don't know how that how that front court works? It's such a '90s front court. Do you think there is a chance that a new coach might help him, or a guard that doesn't hate his guts passes to him once every ninety passes? Like, is that could help? Could that help him? Could help. Yeah, yeah, that Hypo- could help. Hypothetically, if if that had happened to him in the past, hypothetically that might help him. Uh, I just I want think, to get Miles yeah, Turner off here, get some money off. Uh, well, you know what. I think I'm all. Uh, let's see how high he goes. Who's bidding me up? Mm, he's at a similar price point. Yeah, Courtney doesn't have the most. There cash, you go, Courtney. Oh, he's gone hard. Courtney's only got. Courtney's going to be into a into cash hell like me really soon. Not as bad as Alex, who's got nine dollars left for six players. That's <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> now, see, twenty one for Miles Turner. With the scarcity of centers, I don't know. I just feel like Miles Turner is my guy this year. And you know what? Every year I draft Miles Turner, he has a terrible season. So maybe don't listen to me. <laughs> I've drafted him in all of his worst seasons. I think he's the one of the most I draft him, players. he's terrible. And then I say, no more. You know, no more good, sir. And then he has an incredible season. I think the frustrating thing about Miles Turner, yeah. I think he's really good. And I think he fits the modern NBA unbelievably well. And then the team's playing 28 minutes a night and sit him in crunch time and then won't trade into a better situation. I think over these last three years, if he was on a team that actually used him correctly, he could have been unbelievably good. But I just feel like he's just been held back. Maybe my evaluation of him is just wrong. I think he fits unbelievably in the NBA. And I don't know why he doesn't get I played do more. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I... Maybe just attitude. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But, but if I, he's he's frustrated with what's happening, obviously, but he's not like he's out there Julius Randling people. Like he, I think from what's been happening to him the last three years, he's been remarkably composed. Well, Jared, oh. that was as high as I was going to go. He got him. I am huge on Jared Allen this year. I think that he's going to have a phenomenal season. Do you think he um, improves from last year? Yeah, a little bit. He's 24 years old, right? Um, more rebounds, more blocks. I think that's doable. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt at the end of the year. Yeah, well. Yeah, which fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't predict when someone's going to break their finger or hand or whatever. Exactly. It was. Cannot I think that. it was his middle finger. It was something that it was one of those ones where it was, yeah, you know, he's out for a long time, but people seem to buy into every report that he was returning straight away yeah. and I just kept holding yes. it. just get rid of him guys like it's not, it's not happening he's not coming back like get rid of him how do we feel about Christian Wood um, it seems split I'm, I'm down on him in comparison to others I maybe I'm just buying too much into this report of him coming off the bench because yes he can come off the bench and still play 29 but it does cap, cap your 34 minute upside I think and 
yeah, he is he their second best player? I don't know. What's his attitude like? I, I don't know. That's the issue. That's the issue throughout his career. But I mean, why doesn't he just start at power forward? Because that would mean that you have to either send Finney Smith, which they won't, to the bench, or Bullock. I'm going to get stuck. Dorian Finney Smith goes to the three, start THJ. Hmm. Okay. 13? Yeah, that was me. I was trying to bid him up, and no one took the bait. And I think that's fine. He's 13 for someone who is top 30 if you were punting, and you are punting. Like, even if he falls off, does he fall off all the way to like less than top 100? Nah, I don't, I don't think so. But like, yeah, I didn't really need, need another big man, but that value is pretty crazy. Uh, Mr. Clint Capella, my former love, uh, you are no longer. If I want to talk about, if you want to talk about losing ADP battles, I'm pretty sure you lost this one against me last season. I don't even know who it was. I think it, I think it was Clint Capella versus Julius. Oh, was it? Oh no! <laughs> I think. <so. laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh no! Um, uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with Mr. Clint. I he's only 28. Can you believe that? No. I really thought he was at least 30. It feels like he is because I guess he's just had these weird... We haven't had the report yet, but it's an annual tradition like two weeks before the season, Clint Capella's dealing with Achilles soreness and won't play in the preseason. That's happened for yeah. two years in a row. By the way, I, I gave yeah. shit to Alex for having nine bucks for six positions. I got 10 bucks for seven, so let's go. Uh, another guy that I very much like. I think that he is slated for a big old bounce back here, and I think he's undervalued. So I'll the, take him for 10. 20 point scoring. Is really valuable. That's what he brings. The threes are nice, but what else does he bring? No rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks, no free throw attempts. A little bit of assists. Maybe, maybe... Uh, oh, no, he did improve that last season. That, that's fair. No, he did improve assists last season. He also, um, his field goal percentage it, fell way off. I think it will improve. But though. that's going to come back. I agree. So, you know, if he's shooting 45%, which I think is actually under his career average, crazy enough. Yeah, wasn't he 47 career average or something? I think so. Uh, so if he just gets that to 45 and he's averaging, you know, 20 points, three triples, two assists, that's pretty good value. Clay's career field goal percentage is 45.8. Take off last season. Um, I can't off the top of my head, but it's better than that, obviously. It was 47, 49, 47, 47, 46, and then 44, 42, 44 his first three seasons. So in his peak, he's a 47, 48 guy. But I think we all understand he's not, he's not at his peak anymore. What do, you think, was, uh, what do you think about DeAndre Ayton this season off Clay Thompson for a second? We're going to talk about guys pissing and moaning. Um, 45.9 was his career. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, who just went for 24, who I should, probably should have bid on. Um, you know, he's a top 40 player. He's a center who gets points and rebounds and doesn't block a lot of shots. He is what he is. I don't think that there's – I'm not sure how much he can improve. Um well, but on, I don't think on like, that team, I don't, I don't see how it happens either. Yeah, how does he improve significantly on that on that team? I guess is more my question. Maybe like, Chris Paul takes even fewer shots. I don't know. Maybe. Also, John Collins this is a guy that you know we were talking fringe first round value a few years ago. But how the path in Atlanta is not there. Like how? how no, absolutely just, not. It just can't happen. I'm not not going to draft him. He's going to lose even more touches. Like DeJounte's yeah, going to eat. Exactly. He'll throw the ball at his head if he's not eating. So 
He's gonna, uh, but then if, if the thing is, if Collins got traded somewhere, imagine he gets traded to Charlotte, and it's like here's my st- your starting power forward. Like then that's yeah, that would top, be incredible. Top twenty again. But I've been much like Miles Turner. I've been asking for that for a couple of years, and we haven't got it. Exactly. <laughs> Fifteen bucks, uh, maybe high, maybe a little bit high. But people have obviously still got some cash around. It's going to make it a boring time for me trying to fill out my spots here as I try and fill out all my. Four more starting spots. Five more. Four more. Four more. Mick Porter. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to feel about Michael Porter. I know this he doesn't. For dark. He does. <laughs> he doesn't have the upside of that we thought he might have had last season because Murray's back. Um, that's an interesting player who's still around, Jamal Murray. Um, he doesn't have that same upside there because again Murray's there, but I'm. Just, Shit scared. Is that three, two or three surgeries on his back? That's uh, that's a worry. Right. But I feel like if you're drafting him round seven or you're getting him for 12, the risk is largely negated there. That's almost all upside. So I think 12 for MPJs is a price I would be willing to pay. Mm. Um, you know, I, I got I got Lori for 13. I'd probably, probably rather have Lori. But MPJ's upside is certainly higher. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. I think that's probably true. Um, Yusuf Nurkic, I think people not interested. No, I, I well, it depends where you get him. I'm interested. I, you can get him late. I got him at eighty-five in a draft the other day. Like, I, if this is probably too high, the fourteen bucks, I don't think I'd want to spend that on him. But if I get him in the right area, I'm definitely okay with it. I think you know, it's just he's been in the league eight years and he's been hurt for four of those years. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. And I don't, I mean, you know, he's good when he's on the floor. I don't, I, I really hate the 0.6 blocks under Chauncey Billups. What the hell was that? Like, there's no way. It, it can't felt be that like bad a again, scheming it? thing. It felt like a defensive scheming thing. It was. I That's spoke, the only exp- explanation. When I spoke so to, why would that improve? Yeah, well, I, I asked that question of some Blazers guy, Mike Richmond from Locked On Blazers, and he said it was definitely a scheming thing, but he also thinks that the adjustment will be made this season, that it, it didn't necessarily work out particularly well, that scheme, and there might be some adjustments to um, have a little bit more drop coverage played to maximize some of Nurkic's abilities because that obviously... Did, the, the team was terrible. The scheme didn't yeah. work. Um, so yeah. he thinks there'll be some adjustment from both of them. Nurkic learning a bit more, but also them not exclusively um, avoiding drop, which they had done in the past. So that's why I don't think... You can't get worse in blocks. Like That can't happen. I'm pretty confident in that. And there's also no one who... like. I don't think Watford or Eubanks are cutting into his minutes if he's healthy. He's you know, So he's locked in. They paid him. And I think those blocks will have to go up, surely. Surely. There's no way but, they can say that way. Okay, but the blocks go up, but they also brought in Jeremy Grant. You're going to have Anthony Simons firing away from three. You're going to mm. have Dame Dollar healthy. Yep. So that means he's the fourth option on that team. He is, but and 12 and that 10. That means like 10 points a game. He's a good rebounder, though. He's one of the best rebounders. He is a good rebounder. He, he gets the steals. He's a very above-average playmaker for a big. By the way, I thought 12 for Murray is excellent value. Yeah, I was, excellent. I was trying to get in on it, but, you know, money. Don't have it. <laughs> um, uh, oh, Isaiah Jackson. Um, it doesn't... We talked about Turner. It doesn't look like Turner's getting moved anytime soon. Again, for the 20th year in a row. So Jackson's value is pretty low. I think even six might be too high now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do think that this is a guy who could have six. I don't know about six being too high. That's that's a low number. 
Um, it but is, but there's. Look at I the, think that he's a guy over. that you know, twenty minutes a game. The the problem is that they brought in freaking Daniel Tice and someone else. So if they play Daniel Tice, kind of, I'm gonna be so annoyed. That that kind of ruins my my twenty five minutes a night prediction. So they are getting crowded. Yeah, I, I guess I, I I'm a little bit further down on him. Uh, Draymond Green, I think, is a bust. It depends again. It depends on what your team looks like. Um, what did he go for? I just hate the bucks? triple single lines. Like that's the thing is that if you have him and your team is like moderately strong in points, they're not anymore. Like you just you've lost that category basically by getting him. Right. And like you have to be sort of leaning back back sets. How well is his game going to age? There's a few of those guys. Athleticism. This is I think I'm finding this this year. Jared is, and I've said this on my show a few times, is that there is fewer guys who are well-rounded and there are guys who are really like specific like Draymond can get you steals and blocks and really good assists and Robert Covington does the same thing and Al Horford's really strong but they might average six points a game like or eight eight points a game and like that kills you in that category and there's just so many yeah. guys that they'll average 20 points RJ Barrett's done and then they'll combine for 0. 0.6 steals and blocks because they do nothing on that end like there's yeah. just you gotta like you gotta almost pick lanes really it's so hard to balance it all out at this point Uh, I feel fine about CJ McCollum. I think that you are lower on him yeah. than I am. I, I am. Um, I I worry a little bit, and I've just said after drafting Zion, is, will CJ accept being the third offensive guy in terms of usage? Because he, he should be. Um, his assist should jump up. Um, the free throws are iffy. I don't know where they sit because they were terrible last season. But I, I'm not sure he averages 20 points per game as a third offensive option. Man, seventeen though. I I was thinking about bidding. That's a really good price on CJ McCollum. Uh, good job to Courtney. Finally oh, spent yeah. some money. Courtney's Courtney's um, winding it back here. Look, here, here's my thing. I mean, CJ was great next to Dame and all those different Portland teams. Uh, I, I he was in, incredible last year in New Orleans. I think the guy that we should be worried about is Brandon Ingram. Hmm. I yeah. It's it's, got, it's one of them that I'm worried about, and I am more worried about CJ. You're worried about Ingram. Um. Interesting to see. Ingram, from memory, when he played next to Zion in Zion's year two, I think he had some struggles fitting in, didn't he? He was kind of mostly fine, but the thing is that we're bringing in CJ now. Yeah. And and, and a huge chunk of Ingram's value came from out-of-position dimes. Yes. Like, how, much, how many assists can he average when a player of CJ McCollum's caliber is running the point? And don't forget that Zion Williamson is also an incredible playmaker. Yes. So that, no, that hurts. That's why I'm scared. Jaden Ivy. All right, let's go. That's more. That's a one dollar player. There's no more than that. Two but bucks. when you throw the one, oh, of course you did. When you throw the one dollar guy out, when you throw the first one dollar yes, guy out, we did it. This is what happens it. when you throw that first one dollar guy out. They go for three dollars almost every time because the person who's thrown them out has thrown them out because they want them, and then someone else goes, "Oh, I like him. I'll go to it." And they go for three. When you'll find ten guys similar to Ivy who all go for one dollar later on. It happens every time. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to be the, the first are... one to throw out a one dollar player, go. make sure it's someone you don't want. Yes. Uh, Mr. Desmond Bain looks like he is incredibly undervalued. So e- is he though? At fourteen. Let's see how high this gets. I am souring on Bain every day because what does souring mean? What is his floor initially, in your mind? Of initially I was thinking, right. End of fourth round in the 50 zone. And now I just go, I, he, they, he $11. Just, that's, come on. that's good. Right. $11 is good. Um, that $18 projection. No, thank you. 
because again, his value comes from threes, which are a replaceable category a lot, but he just didn't play next to the old mate, Dylan Brooks, who uh, he loves a shot, like big shot, man. And when they did share the court, him, Morant and Bain, Bain had a usage of 17%. So but he was still me. a top 50 player. But they only played for 150 minutes together. That's the thing. They played like, okay, it was like five well, games or something. I know. And, there, and the other complicated thing here is that is Jaren. Jaren Jackson yeah. is missing. Mm. So it's kind of like the same. I feel like Bain has a top. Oh, if but... you want me to go like if the most negative I could see is top 60. But I think he's a top 40 player, mm. and I think that he could be top 30. Um, I, I know what, that what Dylan Brooks likes to shoot, but Dylan Brooks also has trouble staying on the court. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just don't know how, as a coach, as a coach who's trying to win games, how do you, how do you justify Dylan Brooks taking all those shots if he's taking them away from Bane? But I've seen it. We've seen and it for I four think years. That Taylor Joe. Jenkins is a good coach. But we've seen it for four years. He has he ever reined him in? He played Brooks over Melton. He played Brooks over Bane as a rookie. Melton's um, too small. Even this season, like last in the past, Brooks was getting more shots than Jar Morant. Like he was taking more shots than Jar Morant, and that is clearly yeah. insane. Like Taylor Jenkins has uh, Taylor Jenkins played Grayson Allen over Desmond Bain. Like, like they had to trade Grayson Allen. I said, Taylor, we know you're a good coach, but for fuck's sake, stop playing Grayson Allen. Like, just stop it, stop it. Like they had to do it. Like Taylor Jenkins is a good coach, but yeah, there's some blind spots there. I agree with that, but I, I'm still high on my guy Desmond. Um, he was a great, he was a great uh, last round pick for me. Uh, old Grimlock. I hope, I hope someone got that joke. Did you get that joke, Jared? Uh, no. Grimlock. Okay, so let's as we go through these plays here, Grimlock is a uh, is a transformer in the shape of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um and Desmond Bain has really, really small arms, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So I'm just There you go. There I got it. Grimlock. That's the new nickname for Bainy. <laughs> Grimlock. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh five. Wow. Uh I, I don't get the um I don't know the industry love for Pirtle. Like I get it. He's an okay low end center. He's an elite shot blocker, again, which are hard to find. Um, good rebounder. Will they play him actually 30 minutes a night? Because I don't know why they've avoided doing that. But he's just a really good shot blocker with great field goal percentage. Who's, well, a, who's a better player than Zach Mitchell Collins Robinson? and Jang are behind him. I mean, he's Jang. got no... Com- uh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Isaiah Roby? Like, I don't know. No, Maybe no, Isaiah Roby. No, you're right. He's, no, he doesn't. Look, Jakob Pertl is one of the best players that most people don't know about. Like he's a legitimately top five defensive center in the NBA, but yeah, nobody really knows about it or, or talks about it in a general NBA sense. Um, and those here, yeah, Isaiah Roby shouldn't, like, but the problem is he could get traded and play 25 minutes on another team. The, right. The Celtics, if Rob Williams is going to be out for a while, the Celtics should definitely get Jakob Pertl. I don't know if they've got the assets to do it, but they should be looking at that because he's an, uh, he's an expiring contract as well. Uh, why the hell is Jalen Brunson so low? Like, I'm low on Jalen Brunson, but $4 no, average. No, Sheesh. N- yeah, I think, yeah, that's because he was ranked like at 100 or something, I think, on Yahoo. And, you know, so many other drafts push that number down. But, yeah, you're right. That's too low. That's good value if anyone's able to get him. Oh, I can't because I don't have the money. So he's going to go really cheap here because money's gone off the board in other spots. Give me my third point card. You can give one Nine dollar third point card. I'll nice. take that. So who's got the most cash? It's Rob. He's got thirty three. Oh no, it's not. It's Headmaster with fifty. 
What's he doing? Um, What's know. he even looking at? The guys are gone. What's he, who's What's on, he waiting for? Who's on his team? Embiid, Tyrese, Nurkic, Murray, and Zubats. I would have liked D'Angelo. Alas, I'm poor. Yeah, I don't need a... Well, sheesh, that's a hell of a price. Mm. I'm going to pass. I think that it's just really important something to consider with uh, salary or auction drafts is you do have to be... um, You have to think about the positions that you have because you only have so much money. So, like, I have a solid three-point guards. I have Harden, I have Drew, I have Brunson now. So it wouldn't really make sense for me to spend 10 on D'Lo when I only have AD as my center. <laughs> yeah. What's like, yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put that money on the center position. It's the same as me getting stuck with Christian Wood for thirteen dollars before I would have liked not to. I was trying to get the price up there, but now I've got no money to spend on any guards. And how do we feel about Orlando's front court? Because oh, I hate fucking it. Fucking messy. Yeah, look, it's so messy. Um oh, who am I gonna nominate here? Let's throw a center out. Get some cash off Um yeah, it's messy. Bamba, Carter, Bunkero, Isaac, Wagner, Okiki. Who's missing out of those guys? Someone is. Someone has to. Like, what is Jonathan Isaac? Is he real? Like, I don't know. Is he is he a player? Is he going to start? Is he going to start over a number one pick? Yo, wow, y'all just gave me PJW for two. I I threw him out there because I was hoping someone would jump in. I don't can't afford fitting him in but that's insane what are you guys doing so yeah thank me for that that's fucking crazy two dollars <laughs> i needed a center there we go oh man uh i bet i don't get one of those little handballs of like a cheap guard for two bucks but you know colin sexton doesn't come my way for two dollars there's no way that'll happen i'll, I'll end up with no. like lonzo ball as one of my guards because no one wants him rightfully so Herb yeah, Jones, no, Herb Jones at three bucks. Herb Jones is going to go for more. Yeah, look, he's going for more than PJ Washington, which I'm not sure I agree with. No, oh. I mean, I think I, I think everyone was sleeping for a second because, I mean, are people really that low on PJW? Like, they can't be sheesh. that low, surely. There's going to be some real steals coming through here because cash is just, it's not, it's not abundant. Courtney has thirty-seven. What's his team? Shea, Devin Booker. I hate his team. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) He saves all his money for that? Okay. I've got one of the heaviest punt teams you'll ever see at the moment. Giannis Vannis Gilbert. Man, I'm telling you, you're not going to lose field goal percentage. That's for damn sure. Literally never. I'm I'm never going to lose all rebounds. I'm never, but I've still got to fill out guards, so it's going to drop all that stuff down. But I've got, I've got a but look. There's buffer. so many good guards still on the table, and there's so yeah. many good guards that come late this year. That's like the key that I've noticed from doing all these mocks. It's just like absolutely no centers. Probably tomorrow, someone else, some other center is going to get injured. Mm-hmm. A plethora of guards late. Very good guards. Let's circle back. We're talking Orlando. Mo Bamba's been nominated. I don't think he's really even draftable personally no not at all he's not that good how, how how do you play no look they got wendell carter 
Okay, so then Bobanovas is backup. Is seriously okay, well, then significantly Paolo, better. Where is Paolo going to play? Mm-hmm. Where's Ji going to play? Like the, I hate this team. I'm just they're out of my. The thing is, to me, they're three, four, five. There is clear delineation between the best three guys. It should be Wagner, Paolo, and Wendell Carter. That should be your future. That should be what you're developing. But then there's these other guys that Oops. does Bumper jump in? Does Isaac jump in? Do they give any minutes to Akiki? Like Fultz and Suggs and Anthony, and there's still Terence Ross. And whenever Gary Harris returns, I'm going to throw three bucks on Barrett just because I need a small forward and I can't bid any higher. Come on. Why? Oh. He's terrible. Why? Why do you want Barrett? Wait. Because why? I just I've got three dollars, <laughs> and and um, this I needed a small forward. He's not good. I I agree. He's so lax in so many areas. But it's it's weird to me that people are saying that he's not a bust. Are we sure about that? Number no, three pick. I'm I'm, that. I'm not sure that he's not a bust. I think he's not. Right. Yeah. He's not. Maybe he's a good role player, kind of. He's very inefficient. Uh, wow. He was like that in college as well. That's the thing. Like People that's are... everything that he was in college is basically what he is in the NBA. Inefficient guy who you know, has some athleticism limitations. Not Doesn't a, get defensive stats. Yeah, not a good shooter. Like, it's all much the same of stuff. A playmaker. Mm-hmm. I think he's got scope to improve as a playmaker, but we haven't seen it yet. Uh, okay, McCall Bridges for 12. Okay. Uh, does anyone want this man? Oh, yeah, I need, a, does. I need a small forward. Come on. I think he'll get Sadiq. him. Sadiq. Nope. Oh. There we go. Do you think that the Boyan Bogdanovich edition hurts Sadiq Bay? Um, no, because I think he'll play small forward. Well, no. I think it hurts him a little bit, just usage-wise. A little bit, yeah, usage-wise, because then you got to consider Jaden Ivey's going to be getting up shots, Cade's going to be getting up shots, Bohan's going to... Yeah, maybe it does hurt him a little bit, and he's incredibly inefficient, well, so... I think it might improve that. that high... I think it you might improve, might... Oh, because... Maybe, because there's better spacing. Yeah, because yeah, last year that. they just gave him the ball and said, can you just go out there and try and lose his games by taking shots? And he went, no worries, <laughs> just, Let, watch me miss. This? Watch me miss. You just shoot this from somewhere beyond the arc. And then people go, oh, Josh, he had a 50-point game. It, he did. He also shot like 42% on two-pointers over the course of the season. <laughs> he did have a big game. But maybe this helps him get into more of a role where like, don't dribble that much, please. Just like sit around and, <laughs> and take advantage of this extra space that's created. Wiggins went yeah. for five bucks. RJ Barrett's uh, I think that's dad. too high. Yeah, he's a bad category league guy in general as well what do you think about him and his i love saying this where he worked out that getting rebounds means you need to put in effort like do you think he can carry that mentality over or has he forgotten it already Uh, (laughs) i'm hopeful that he can carry that over but rebounds is not the scarcest category so it's like even if he does improve there okay i guess um rebounds is an interesting category jared what i've found in mock drafts is i just um, missed out on Kevin Porter for five bucks, which is cheap, really cheap. Um, rebounds aren't scarce until you hit about pick a hundred in the snake, and then they're gone, and there's no one who rebounds. Even the centers who are left there, PJ Washington, Brook Lopez, none of them get rebounds. No one gets rebounds. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, once you hit true. those last rounds, it's impossible to get them. But you're right, they're they're everywhere in the middle rounds, and then they just go. But it's just I I like if. You know, if Wiggins adds more rebounds to his game, he's still like a marginal top 100 player in fantasy basketball. That's true. So, uh, so there, Lonzo Ball just went for three. I think that's reasonable. I don't know if I, 
I don't know. Like you throw him in your IR spot, you hope for the best. Now here comes Colin Sexton, Mr. Hype King. Uh, let's see where he goes because I can actually afford him. I don't necessarily need another guard, but I do like him. I do, and no one's giving me one. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be pretty strong. It's a bad team. He's. I hope they don't play him at point guard because he isn't. But right. that, that that might help his assist. Well, Mike numbers. Conley might be there, but that's an incredibly small backcourt. Yeah, it is. Uh, nine. I think. I think I got to go. I think I got to push him. No, to 10. ten bucks is definitely a good price for Colin Sexton. The other guy, there's, you know, we talk about there's guards around like Trey Jones still there, Kyle Lowry still there, um, there we go, Brogdon still there, Monty Morris still there, Jalen Suggs, Bones Highland, these are the guys that are going to end up on my team. Oh, Marcus Smart for eight dollars. Why would you just throw eight dollars straight on him? Has he seen there's no money around? Courtney has money. There's not that many guys. There. There's only like two people who can actually afford eight dollars. He's going to end up getting him and maybe wasting four dollars in the process. What's your opinion, Jared, as we wind... Not wind this. Oh, it's my turn to nominate. What's your opinion on... Hang on a sec. Mitchell Robinson, I'll get him out there. Just get some extra cash off the board. Leaving an auction with you know $4 still in your budget, $5. Uh, if you do that, you're not going to be invited back to my league. I'll tell you that much. Okay, so... Uh, Why? Let, let me, Why would you do it? Let me... Okay. So what's the difference between me leaving an auction draft, which I'm pretty sure I did in your auction draft last season, and one with leaving an auction draft with $5 in your wallet versus having a $1 player and just throwing $5 on that guy just so you've got zero left in your bank account. Like if I'm here with my last no, yeah, no, 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 my no. last pick, I've got five bucks left. I'll throw five on that, it. Oh, I've got zero dollars left. All good. Strive it. Strive. Okay. The point is that you spend the money that they're worth. Yes. It's not that you spend five on a $1 player to, to get your budget cash. No. You spend your money as much as you can. Like not stupidly, but cash out. Yeah. It's there for it does don't get to bring it with you. You don't, but I actually if you've got five bucks left, I don't actually care. I don't think it's that big of a deal. If you've got ten, then yeah, it's probably too much. If you've got five, I don't actually care about that too much. I think that with the way that prices prices vary so much that sometimes you might have these guys that you're getting and you got all of them five dollars under what they're actually valued. And then you're sitting there with $5 left. Like, oh, well, should I just bid one of those guys up an extra $2? Like, for what purpose? Yeah. No, I I, I think that we're on the same page there. Uh, ooh, another guy that I like. I like too many wings. I'm finding that there's there's a lot of good wings that you can get late. Yeah, um, especially some nice scoring options. Um, over budget. I'm for like you now. Just waiting. Ooh, yeah. Need to get some money off from these guys who's the Courtney can bid 21 bucks Rob can bid 17 and Headmaster can bid 17 they're the max bids Kyle Lowry so he has 25 he has 25 bucks for five guys come on dude like, who who here is worth yeah there's no one <laughs> there's no one who's worth that he can bid 21 on someone there's barely anyone worth five dollars left Kyle Lowry for five. Why? I mean, I guess okay. Oh, that's sure. for five bucks. It's fine. Yeah, fine. What about your uh, your Golden State Warriors, James Wiseman here? I think that he's an excellent bounce back candidate. I like him as a late round pick. Will I reach for him? No, but I I think that I think we shouldn't write off players uh, who are very young who are selected high and we haven't seen much of them. You're right. I can't wait for Hashim the beat to come back into the league. That'll be great. 
Well, four bucks. What? What happened there? Well, that was you. Okay, that was me. Uh, nah, look, I, I agree that he's got some. I'm not, I'm not convinced he's actually a good NBA player. Nothing would. He's athletic, but his actual on-court play has been a struggle at times, or yeah, every time that I've seen him so far. So, but I don't mind throwing a dollar on him or two dollars on the end of the draft just to see what happens. But yeah, he might play 17 minutes a night for the first four months of the year. But we're talking about a last round pick. Exactly. And That's what I'm saying. Like a dollar, two dollars. Yeah. Cool. No worries. Yeah. Uh, King get Murray for five. I like that. Uh, let's see if anyone's going to spend any. Oh, I don't want to nominate him. Keegan for five is there. There's actually quite a there's there's a, there's a lot of talent here. Yeah, there's a couple of blokes named Jay Smith who are still around as well. Uh, all right, fine. I'll nominate him. <laughs> I don't want him. And the I want him. Standard uh, overbuy. Ooh, <laughs> headmaster. Standard uh, auction etiquette would suggest don't mention players who haven't been drafted. But hey, I can't actually. I, I wasn't going to bid on them anyway. And we're just chatting here to mock. I couldn't afford it. This is a real draft. Uh, I, I think that's taking like money. Six. We're talking about centers being scarce. Six for this guy. Yeah, He's, that's really uh, good. He scored 15 points a game, maybe seven boards, one three, one block. I mean, hey, really good percentages. That's a great. That's a great value. I right I agree. Jeremy Grant. I think that you're lower on Jeremy Grant than me. I think that he can have an excellent season. Yeah, I don't think uh, he's very play. good. I think that he's good if he doesn't play like he played in Detroit. Like, well, yeah, he won't. He's in Portland. Now. Yeah, but then we've seen him do that for Denver and OKC, and he was like the 180th best player in fantasy because he doesn't rebound. He steals and blocks are low. His usage was low. He doesn't have to handle the ball that much, and he filled his role fantastically. But the, no, no, there's no numbers. Good, we have a good ADP target on Jeremy Grant because I don't agree with that. Okay. Uh, $4, too. I think that's No, good that's price. great. I, I agree with that. That's that's solid. Um, all right, this guy's dropping in links to his website in the chat. Check out my website at painsolvemd.com. All right, there you go. You got a plug, mate, for jumping in. Did he like, what's he saying? He's jumped out even though he hasn't filled his team. Mate, I'm, not, I'm unplugging your website. Don't go to that website after you've jumped out. Al. Mark L. Fultz. I need a guard. Come on. Let's go. Hey, I like that. $2, Mark L. Fultz. Some asshole's going to um, beat him up here for sure. Courtney's going to jump I in on top of me. I, I feel oh, like... Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four bucks. Let's go, that, Courtney. Uh, I, I feel like you and me are like within the industry or one of the few people who have been high on Fultz over the years. And um, I'm excited to see what he can do this season. I'm not worried about Cole Anthony. I think that he clearly should be the starting point guard on that team. And I really liked what I saw from him last season. It was really good yeah. last season. I thought he was and impressive. It, I don't think that assist rate is real. I don't think that he can continue at that level because it was crazy. But I thought even... But, why not? Because uh, he was averaging like... Wasn't he averaging like 10 assists per 100 possessions or something? It was something like double his career rate or something crazy. And it was over 18 games. Um over my budget, I've, got, like, I've only got dollar dollar. I've gone complete opposite to my usual strategy. I've only got dollar bids left. I know you always used to usually hold your money. Yep, I was going to, but it kind of it's a little bit. I think uh, distracting doing a podcast. Wow, it's really it's <laughs> it's really tough. But uh, I'll I'll spend two on Big Al and have someone bid me up. What do you there think about go. Jared Vanderbilt? There, by the way, um, went for a dollar. The the marketing edition hurts. I think the Alinic edition hurts a little bit as well. 
I yes. And I, I just think that he's a backup power forward. And I think that people are way too hyped up about a guy who has shown us very little, to be frank with you. It's a good rebounder, um, he's a good defender, but that's all we've seen really yeah, so far. And he's gonna be back, he's gonna be behind Lori. Um mm-hmm. Kelly Olenek just got there. Uh they just brought in and he, he, he can't really go to center because they just brought in oh fuck. What eight bucks? What are we doing? That's for his last spot, uh, I guess. It's his last roster spot, which is annoying because right. I would have liked to get him, but he's worth eight bucks, I think. It's not Yeah, I think he's worth I was more just like, Oh, well, you just chucked eight on him straight away, but he is worth that. I don't think anyone can outbid him, can they? Oh yeah, Courtney. Courtney, Courtney what are you doing, my guy? I'm gonna throw a Linux out there. Does anyone want to bite? Let's see. Courtney, maybe you've got some cash around you want to throw on Kelly. I don't want Kelly Linux. No. Please don't let him stick with me for a dollar. It doesn't uh, please no. Somebody take him. I don't want him. Somebody. Really Hello. Don't. Hello. Anybody? Courtney. Anybody? A dollar, Kelly Linux. That's all right. He's a bench player. It's, hey, a dollar is a bench player, and I need to have a bench player. I'll take a dollar on that. That's fine. <laughs> I'll tell. I think a dollar on on the lunch lady is reasonable. Yeah, I'd t- I'm, I'm not for one dollar. Totally fine. Like, <laughs> I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't bid more than a dollar. <laughs> I thought there'd be a little bit of hype after the trade, but apparently not. Bob, well, there's not a lot of money in this room. Um, there's not. There's a lot of. I'm seeing a quite, not quite a few, but certainly there's some guys still on the board who offer quite a bit of upside. Maybe that who's that's who Courtney is waiting for. Someone should throw up on Yeka and see if that's one of the guys he wants. Yeah, I wonder who he's. I wonder who he actually is waiting for because there's not there's nothing around. He's got four picks. He's got twenty one bucks left. He's the only guy with twenty. There's a couple other double digits. Robin Andrew. That's a good one. Nick yeah. Claxton. Yeah. Very high on Nick Claxton. Simon's the other one too. Simon's. And if that Jonathan Isaac person, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know her. I don't know when he's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's. Yeah, honestly, I. I. Yeah, is he part of their plans at all anymore? I surely not. Are you, they can't rely upon him. I don't. I don't. I, I. He has that one good season of first round value, and it was literally like thirty games. Mm-hmm. He, and before that, he wasn't good. So. <sighs> hey, you're gonna give me Jabari Smith Jr. for two bucks? I'll take it. That's amazing, very like that is crazy. What is? What are these people with actual money? What are you doing, Courtney? Waiting See, this for this is what it bothers me when they like no. that was one of the guys on the board. And Courtney he, has twenty one bucks. He doesn't even have positions to fill. He just needs a utility to fill. That's crazy. Like, two bucks. That's a seven eight dollar player, pretty easily. I think. That yeah, that doesn't make no one wants any sense to me at all. Everyone watching this, by the way, I'm aware my camera has frozen. Beef Stew is going to go higher than Jabari Smith Jr.? Come on, man. Okay. That's crazy. Why would anyone have left Jabari Smith? Anyway, I feel like I need an inquiry into this. Ooh, that's collusion. That's my guy. Would you bid, please, Courtney? Are you going to spend that money? Who is he possibly targeting? Gordon Haywood? Allen. Spencer Dinwiddie? They're two guys that I'm going to try and grab. Like, who is he targeting? I know what are you doing? Okay, this is ridiculous. Here we go. Two bucks on Nick Claxton. <laughs> I apologize, Courtney, if this even is your real name or your real team. But I'm just, we're just trying to understand what's going on. I'm trying to like work, you know, play it out in our head. Who are you trying to this grab? 
player. Like, if you have $21, you should be fine spending 10 on Nicky Claxton, starting yeah. center. Yeah. And there's, there's no other massive standout guy available that you wanted to smash over the top of, I don't think. You got 21 Maybe bucks for, for... Is he waiting for Brooke Lopez and Gordon Hayward? Oh, he, went to, he went to five. He went to five. There you go. There five go. on Claxo. I, I appreciate that. And I think he should be 10. That's that's one of my favorite late round centers is Nick Claxton. Um, I'm interested in him. I, I, I worry that Steve Nash will Steve Nash and play Marquise Morris minutes and it'll annoy me. That could happen. I thought Claxton should have played more last season because Griffin and Aldridge were like, like they were made of glue. It was Drummond. It was, they were starting Drummond. Yeah, that, well, that's true as well. I always forget that he went there and played and, and actually started at the end of the season. And actually it was worse. It was worse as a starter than off the bench. Yeah, Philly. yeah. Oh, what do you make of Mont- uh, Montrezl Harrell in Philly? People are drafting him in standard leagues and I do not get it. No, um, no just don't. Like he's playing yeah, f- 15 he's minutes a night, Max? Embiid's backup. Mm-hmm. It's 15 and, minutes and a night. Uh, $1 on Bogdan for the potential bounce back. I think that's reasonable. Uh, are yeah. you going to spend any money, Courtney? Here's here's a guy. Yeah. Oh, people were waiting on Gordon Hayward. Look at that. Three bucks already. <laughs> he's undervalued, Gordon Hayward. I know he's brittle. I know he's going to get hurt, but there is just a lot of opportunity for him this season. If Even if he gets 65 games out of him, the price that he goes for, like that four bucks, it's really good. I agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I like I like Hayward. I think that a lot of people are very down on him. Uh, I guess it's completely from injury because it's not from his on court production. Yeah. He took a step back. There we go. There you go. Yeah, Six he, bucks. He took a step back last season because Miles Bridges elevated pretty clearly, but like you know, fitting into the team construct, and then when he needs to, he can step up. I think he still got yeah. a bit of that in him. Like he wasn't atrocious on court. He just had a, a massive ankle sprain that was a grade three ligament tear. And it ruined him. And here's here's the biggest talent on the board. This is the, yep, it is. The other one I think is pretty interesting that's left is Kuzma. Um, Kuzma. He's an interesting guy that's left. One dollar, kid. Somebody. $1. What are we doing? dollars. Hey, thanks, Titus. What is what is what is happening? Two dollars. What are you waiting on, oh, my fucking god? Wow. That's is he asleep? This is why I try to do balanced and keep my money because when nonsense like this happens, I get to say, No, I'm not letting that happen. I'll take him. Thank you. And Two dollars. I have this man ranked 50. I think I might be higher on him than anyone. Yeah, I think you are. Two dollars. Two dollars is crazy, though. That makes very little sense to me. Um, I- what? That's so much upside. Like, jeez. I mean, there's always steals in auctions, but that... Isaiah Stewart went for more money than him, just by the way. That's ridiculous. There's also, I'm sure there's another funny one that went for more. Bobby Portis, that's a funny one. Um, Yeah, $2 is crazy. I, even my Markel Fools for $4 is crazy in comparison to $2 for Simons. Yeah, that's true. And I, I like getting Fools for 4 bucks. All right, Alex. Boring. Jaden McDaniels. Uh, he was in my queue just to fill my small forward slot. Um, I got five spots still for. How many have you got? I oh, only got one left. It's we're not. Fine. We're not quite down to all one dollars yet, are we? No, we're not because Courtney's existing, and Robin Andrews still got some cash. But eventually, once they start spending, who I don't. We had to fly like, through. Who is on this person's radar? Is it Spencer Dinwiddie? He's waiting for Norman Powell. 
John Wall, we'll see Dinwiddie's gone now. I would have liked to have snagged Dinwiddie for a dollar. Courtney did nominate him, so maybe that, that is who he wants. Yeah, yeah it... Dinwiddie. Mm. It's just, he's so boring. Yeah, and the bad percentages, the low, unbelievably low steals low and rebounds. No steals. It's like, okay, you'll give me some assists and points and triples, but... I don't think he's going to be as good as what Brunson was last season. Was yeah, going. I don't think he would be as good as Brunson. No. $4. Who else are we, like... Who else are we waiting on? Like, Bones? Like, there's not much left. Malcolm Brogdon, maybe? I think Brogdon's value does increase with Williams injured, with Gallinari injured. I think they'll play smaller more, more now because th- their backup center is Luke Cornett. Like, if I have to play Luke Cornett minutes or I have to play Malcolm Brogdon minutes, I know which way I'm going to go. Um, i got a dollar. Um, all right, I'm not going to get this guy, but let's just try. Because I'm sure... Oh you, can't, oh, you can't bid for him, Josh Hart. There you go. I'll take him for a dollar. I, I don't think I'll get him. I do like Josh Hart. I know you do. I've heard you speak about it. <laughs> That's why I'm happy that you don't have money to beat him off here. Do you think he'll start over Nasir Little? Yes. Yeah, I think he's locked in. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I think, yeah, I'd say it's 50 Oh, I got him for a dollar. Yes. Thank you. That, that I'm happy with. I'm not so sure he definitely starts. I think he could. I think it's 50-50. Man, he's a really good player. He's a he's a solid playmaker. Um, he's a great rebounder. He's He's a really good glue guy. He's an incredible rebounder for a guard. You can stick him in at that three spot and tell him to just play the game the right way. Um, you know, he's not going to be an option offensively. It's more like when the kickout happens and he's open. Um, but I just think that he works really well on that team, uh, more so than Nasir Little. Yeah, Little's just bigger. It gives him. Like they're they're, they're trying to get. When your backcourt is Simons and Lillard, who are small and bad defenders, Lillard's like uh, Little's like six seven or eight, and Hart's like six four. Just gives you some extra size. That's my thought there. Like, and he doesn't need he doesn't need to shoot or touch it really little. He can just actually, yeah, really lock down defensively on some of these guys. That's a fair point, but Hart is a very good defender. Oh, he is, and he plays much bigger than the six four that he is. I think he's only six four. Yeah, I'm surprised to hear that he's six four, especially with his rebounding numbers. Oh, he's like, rebound- wow. I'm going to double check that because I could be. I've done it before. I could be talking out of my ass. Let's have a look. He's six five. There you go. I was just a little bit off. And what is little? Am I my height memory on little is not great. I know he's bigger than that. Nasir Little is. Oh, he's not. He's six five as well. That's a lie. I don't. There believe, we go. I don't believe you, basketball <laughs> reference at all. I'm reassessing my entire life now. Kyle Kuzma for two dollars, three dollars. I think Kuzma won't be as good as last season, but I also think he might be being a little bit undervalued at times. How do you feel about Onyeka for? Nah, I still. I well, we talked about it before. Like, I think he's a really good player, and I think he's going to have big seasons in the future. I'm just not sure it's going to be this year. I think it was four dollars too much. I think he's being overrated. Like he was still top hundred and thirty last season, but you know. I, I just I, I I don't really understand the argument. I, I don't. He, maybe like if he was on a different team that didn't have Clint Capella. Yeah, no, no. There, look, if Capella's out, then he's definitely worth more. But he's not. Here he is, the big fella, the yokai, John Isaac. He's ready to come out here and um, I don't know. Disappoint people. <laughs> is is he actually ready to come out here? I don't know. That's that's the question. I saw grainy footage. I saw grainy footage. <laughs> It's like a Zapruder film. Love. I drafted Kevin Love in like round 12 of a 16-team draft yesterday, and I was pretty happy with it. But I'm not sure that 
is at one dollar, no worries. But I don't think there's much upside in him. I don't. Like, I don't. I'd rather have other people <laughs> for a dollar or try to get money off the board. Malcolm Brogdon is still there, and he is someone I want for one dollar. Don't know if I'll get him. Oscar's pleasant team. After he booted out much. So who are you looking to like you've got the one dollar, all you can do is grab someone. Are you gonna are you gonna nominate someone you think you're gonna get, or are you going to avoid it and try and get Courtney to throw his cash out there? Because Courtney can outbeat you, so can Rob and Andrew. So what what do you what's at your point, at this point I'm just gonna try to get money off the board. Like I would do Brooke Lopez, that's who I would have nominated. <clears throat> uh, I would I wanna nominate people who I'm not upset getting stuck with for a dollar, but I'm hoping people will, you know, spend money on the name. Courtney's only got one spot left. Rob's only got one spot left, and they're two the two guy, two or three guys with cash left. So, if this, if you just got to try and work out who do they want, because they'll just throw, would, they'll just throw the five on them. See, I don't want to nominate McConley because I don't want to get stuck with them. Yeah. So is it is it power? Is but it's the thing. Like, are they Levert believers? Maybe they're maybe they're Brogdon believers. Surely, surely they don't let Brogdon slide through. Surely not. For a dollar, I'm not big on Brogdon this year, but I'm way more bigger on him now than I was. And that's come on, somebody, there's three of you assholes out here. Somebody do it. Don't let it go for a dollar. What are we that's doing here? For me, sir. Oh what? no, <laughs> fuck. Oh no. Oh uh, now, now I want to see. Now I want to see where this five dollars goes. Cole Anthony. Um. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I. Mm. I'm 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 more interested to see what they do with their money versus what I'm going to do with my last four picks. Yeah, this is this is painful territory. Uh, so this is this is what I'm talking about. Like, if you're leaving five dollars on the table in the way that Courtney did, which, when we saw so many steals yeah. come off the board, that's when I have a problem with leaving money on the table. Like, no, I, I agree. I understand that. Ooh, Caruso. Hmm, that's, that's a good one. That is good. Who do you, so you would prioritize Caruso over Dasunmu, Dragic, and Kobe White? I I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know Dasunmu, I, I just don't. No, I don't. I don't. Not, I, I I I don't know. I just I, I thought he was okay, too impressive as a rookie, but um, I I just think that Caruso is the guy that's gonna get the spot starts, and I agree. You know he's had trouble staying on the court too, but um, I I just can't really shrug at six assists and two steal potential, you know? Mm. He also yeah, might score eight points and that might impact your team too. Hartenstein, let's go. Tom Thibodeau's not smart enough to play him 25 minutes, I don't think. Yeah, I hate the New York centers. I, I, this is what I don't understand about Thibodeau is that he had so much success with Joakim Noah and then last season, the centers, they're just like, please never touch the ball ever. Like not not that Noel and Robinson are great offensive options, but they had literally two of the lowest usage. I think two of the top three lowest usage for anyone who played, yeah, you know, whatever the threshold, thousand minutes or seven hundred minutes or something. They, ah, oh, Bogdanovich. That's who I was going to chuck out for a dollar. Is that I who you think, want? I think part of that though is Mitchell's limited skill set. Like I really think it's a problem but when it, he's not. Have you step. seen how big he is though? Like and how athletic he is. Throw <laughs> throw it up to him. Like literally, just put it up. Like he he should be able to get it for six LU chances a game. He is that big, and that he's like just throw it up in the air. Um, Courtney's out, so that's great news. And he left four dollars on the board. I'm gonna try my man Jalen Suggsy Suggs here for a dollar. That is an interesting one. 
you know, he was awful his rookie season. He was. But maybe he could just maybe he can just take that next step in year two. Uh, the opportunity is going to be there. He should be a starter. I think um, he was awful shooting. I thought defensively he was really good. And rookies suck at that. Oh, fuck you, Andrew. Sorry for the language, people. Uh, all right. Um, he was. I thought he was actually really good defensively. And if the shot becomes average, then he's already a useful NBA player. It might not. Yeah. Be, it might not become average, but he's already got one half. The hard. The hardest part for rookies. He's already got it under control. I think. Ooh, I'm, not sure we get, I'm not sure we get to average after a 38% season. Oh, he was but, atrocious. Uh, he was so bad. The shooting was so bad. Maybe in a couple of years he can get to 43. But maybe with um, some, with Paolo, that helps. I think it's similar logic to you know last year taking Garland in a very... Oh, yeah. Um, just because, you know, it's, sometimes it takes guys a little while. There's so. always those guys that look like just dreadful busts. Yeah, Garland, even after year one, was like the 350th best player in fantasy. And then he was a guy that I took with my last pick in every draft. And he improved to be like 80th or something. And then I grabbed him in like the 70th of the year after. And then he became what he was. So, yeah, these guys, they can take steps. They don't always. But, yeah, yeah, I'm saying this. I didn't even end up getting him. I would have liked to have got him, but I didn't. Um, but I think that's it's worth having a crack at. And someone got auto-drafted Miles Bridges. Not cool. Yeah. Do you think he's going to play this season? Not do you hope he's going to play. Do you think he's going to play? Uh, I mean, if we just saw Ime get suspended for a consensual relationship for a full season, it would be weird to me if Miles Bridges didn't get suspended for a full season for what he did to that woman. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think we're seeing him play this season. Um, I just, I don't. Like the last, the last real domestic violence thing we had in the NBA was Jeff Taylor for Charlotte yeah. as well. And what did he get? Tw- Twenty games. That was a horrendously low suspension too. Yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, don't want to get too off topic, but yeah, uh, I don't think you should play. I don't either. Yes. Rob, if he ends up with more, ah, oh, fuck, that's who I wanted, Monty Morris. So he loses his budget. So there's only one person who can outbid us now, and that's Andrew. I'm already out. Are you already so... out? Oh, are you? Oh, you are. Congra- yeah. Congratulations. So you're just hanging around for a company. Yeah. Well, I like this part. Now it's quick. Now it's quick. Now we're getting John to it. John Wall, Cam Johnson. All right, so it's coming. You, how do you feel about Cam as a sleeper? Yeah, feel- I'm not sure there's massive upside, but I think he's going to be valuable. I don't think Walker Kessler is it. I think that with these recent signings, Utah's signaling that he's not ready. Agreed. Bones Highland, that's a great number. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Duarte if Burnsy doesn't take him here. Um, but yeah, B- Bones is on my list. Yeah. Can I still get outbid by someone? No, I can't. Great. Fantastic. We just have to let Alex take his look. Maybe, maybe he wants LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, yeah. I, I, I might be in a spot where I take my Conley here as well. Who did he take? Harrison Barnes. Oh, that's fine. I'll take Duarte there. Um, all right, cool. And then... I will try. I think Conley might. I don't know. For for a dollar, my, my Conley for a dollar, I'm okay with. And if it doesn't work out, I'll say see you later, and someone else will come into that spot. Ben Matherin's another one I'll consider. Boucher for a dollar. Yeah. I mean, uh, how does he play? How does that man play? <laughs> how does he play enough? It needs injuries, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. Oh, Conley's gone for a dollar. So we're getting back around to my pick. Uh, Steve Adams for a dollar. I need a guard or a small forward here. 
Who is... You're not looking at Karis? Huh? You have no faith in Karis? In who? Karis Levert? Nah, not really. Although, he might make sense on... For my team, he's all right because of our field goal percentage buffer and the fact we don't care about free throws. Ooh, the other one I might take is Kevin Herter. Yeah, Kevin Herter, maybe. I think I like Vic. Vic Oladipo is a $1 guy. Ooh, that's true also. That's an interesting name. Come on, Bernsey, who are you taking? I think I'm going to take Herter here. Aaron Gordon for a dollar. All right, let's take... Where did Herder go? I had him on my list. I didn't star him up. All right. That's all right. Let's take Kev Herder. That's him for a dollar. I've still got two more spots left. All right, cool. This is interesting period of this draft. Um, I'm not big on Aaron Gordon this season. Are you in- Rashawn Holmes seems to be overly projected on some sites. Are you interested in him at all? Rashawn, no, I've never been a Rashawn Holmes fan. Uh, I have been. I'm not at the moment. I just, the situation is not good for him at all. No, he's not good. He needs 30 minutes a night. If he's getting 30 minutes a night, I'd like him. But I agree. That's not happening. Um, I really do need to still bolster my assists so they're just not or, or even blocks. Oh, yeah. Well, that's this is an interesting one. Is Hassan Whiteside, who does not have a contract, is has an average price average price of three dollars. What? <laughs> That's pretty random. <laughs> I'm going to take... I'm going to just give myself an extra bit of block action here and give myself JaVale McGee if I get back to it. I don't love the fact that they signed him to what they did or anything like that, but... Ooh, Kelly, you're ready for a dollar. That's interesting. I'm going to take JaVale. I just want to bolster my blocks a little bit and then I'll get a guard with the other pick. Do you think TJ Warren can do anything? No, I think that if he had have been anywhere close to healthy, he would have got more than a minimum contract. Right, but he's going to be playing for another contract. Yeah, but if he can't get on the court, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> like if he can't actually move, then <laughs> oh, it's my turn to nominate again. My last pick, twenty seconds. How quick did that come to me? Oh, this guy's still available. Let's just. Let's snag on Norman Power. Did he just go? Oh, Al. Um, time is running down. Pat Beverly. Let's take him. Let's see what happens there. I don't know how it's going to work out. It's a $1 player. And that was it. I had the last pick. Fantastic. All right. And that, Jared, is the auction draft done. We'll run through our teams. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to just try and pause this for a second and unfreeze my face. Oh, no, fuck it. Let's just talk anyway. Um, all right. So you happy with your team? Uh, let's see here. I think that for the first draft, yeah, I, I think I like my team. I mean, I've got a lot of heavy hitters here. I mean, Harden, AD, and then my value on Lori. I got value on PJ. I got Drew. I mean, Jalen Brunson. I don't, and then see, well, I think I would have done more centers because obviously. I came up short uh, on that category, and I have a hell of a lot of guards, which uh, tends to be the case when you do these initially. But um, in general, yeah, I like my team. I like my team. Yeah, I think you should be pretty happy with your team. Your team looks pretty strong to me. Um, I'm okay with mine. Like, it's all right. Like, I definitely went for a different strategy than I normally would go for in terms of spending up on some money. Got Giannis, Sabonis, Gobert, Zion, Siakam. 
Christian Wood, Olinick, McGee, Beverly, um, Herder, Duarte, Josh Hart, and Fultz. So a lot of dart throws there, which is not the way I normally like to go into an auction draft. Just try to do something a little bit different here in this one and go with an opposite strategy to how I normally approach it. And you're really obviously heavily punted um, free throws with this team as well. And punted threes also. I think my team is okay, sort of middle of the pack, nothing particularly exciting with it. Um, it, was, it was a pretty good draft, I thought. There were a couple of weird um, budget management situations. A couple of times we let guys slide because we were talking too much. But that's just what happens when you're trying to commentate through a draft. Yeah, especially an auction mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, also, I want to also uh, recommend people, when you go into a Yahoo draft and there's that standing stab, don't pay any attention to it because that is using the projected stats and they don't have rookies, any rookies projected for any numbers whatsoever. Um, so if you have rookies on your team, you're going to be way down that standing list. There's no projections for them. They're assuming that Paolo plays zero games. So yeah, just be aware <laughs> of that when you're looking at the projected standings. Nice. All right, Josh, it was fun. I'm going to uh, get off here and have dinner. All right. You enjoy getting off and I will um, chat to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Adios. And that, was an absolute chunky boy of an auction draft. It's a long one. Auction drafts are long. Um, there were some missteps here and there. First auction that I've done all season. Um, let me know what you thought. I'm sure, oh, you're fucking terrible. You know, useless. I'm sure there'll be those comments. And I agree, it wasn't my best auction draft. And it is really hard to do an auction draft while you're here and, and chatting with things um, and, and talking to players and really trying or try, talking to other um, analysts and trying to uh, assess all of that stuff as it's happening. But I think it gives you an idea of the value of players and how people are approaching it and different strategies that you can employ in an auction draft. If you are here, follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app, throw a like and a subscription on YouTube and drop your comments down below. Guys, we are done here, finally. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.